Mr. Waller, I've offered this man a lot of money to do this. Okay? Because it's worth it to me. However, I don't care if I end up penniless. I don't care if I have to spend my life savings. I will see to it that you end up in the hospital for one week, Mr. Waller. Do you understand me? <laughs> I need me a Japanese. Ah! <laughs> I love it! I love it! I'm gonna be people from everywhere! I need me a Japanese! I don't have to defend the title of it! I'm here, and I'm gonna be here until I feel like I wanna leave. And if you don't like me being here, train to be a professional wrestler, get in this ring, and I'll beat you like I own you. We are now, um, firmly entrenched into Evolve 6. Okay. Alright, there's one. I got, I got, is that my audio? Hmm. I'm sorry about that. Testing. Audio. That's Testing. you. All right, so that's you. And audio input. Right there. All right, baby. Let's go. Um, all right. I'm going. <laughs> Are you going? I'm going. Um, right, let's well, go. W- welcome to We Don't Know Evolve 6. Evolve 6. I wish I didn't know her. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know why I did. I don't know why I gendered it like that, but I, just, I, I wish I didn't know them. <laughs> I don't know. This is our I th- approximately third go around here um, trying to start this podcast, and that is the decision you made here um, to change it up. I made that decision. You made that decision. Um, unknowingly? Fair. Unknowingly. So, we're gonna about to talk about Evolve 6. Um, a terrible show. Do we have to? Um, I we said s- it before, but we. <laughs> We were recording. <laughs> yes. We're going to do a lot of rehashing of some early bits. Um, they don't know that. Th- you don't know that. You didn't know that. I'm telling you now. Um, so if I don't laugh when Bucky makes a joke here for the next 10 minutes, no. I really was chuckling earlier. I really was whew, slapping hey, that leg. Let's not let's not pretend you don't know sell like a good 50 <laughs> to 60% of my shit. Because I, I listen to these shows. I've gotten into a – so this is a conceited thing, but I've gotten in the habit of listening to these shows because um, I want to know how to improve, right? But also I think I'm funny. Um, I agree. I, I think you're funny too, all right? I think we're – I think this is a good show. I listen to these shows and, you know, sometimes I, I'm not feeling the love, you know? I'm not really – so I – I expect some real Arsenio Hall style, like woo woo woo. I, you know, next time I crack a big one, um, I, you know, I'll put up a can of whoop ass. You're just gonna, I got a whoo. Yeah, <laughs> you have an O. I start fanning myself. Love to open a can. Yeah. I might open a. I do that right now, actually. I'm a, I'm a twist off kind I, of guy. I, you know, I've got a. Hmm, no, it's just Smirnoff Ice. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. icing. Icing. It's a hockey term. Or okay. so I'm told. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Get that? Oh, hell yeah. Mmm. I ice it. Sounds good. That sounds good. Um, Evolve. Just got some show date retweets. Evolve 6. Um, okay. We're just going to get into this. This Hideki is... Hideki Ryuzaki. What did you, you say to me? Hideki Ryuzaki. I you lost me. Um, Miyazaki, the H- famous Hideki brother son. Are Hideki you in the, Are you in Shodate chat? Oh no, I'm not. 
Oh man. Okay. Not, well, they don't let me in there. They're like, you're you got bad vibes. Um, I can add you, and you can get out immediately. That's <laughs> I've heard there's enough screenshots in of the other um, DM that I'm gonna be fine. I feel yeah. like I get the best stuff. You know, I didn't ask to be added. They added me at the beginning. They were like, "Oh, he'll like this. Yeah, he'll <laughs> he'll be fine. He'll 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 get a kick out of it." What is wrong with people? Um, rude. They're all rude. Um, and then they just don't get it. Hideki, come on the pod. Mm, well, I'm listening. I know. I know. Whoever is running that account is listening to this because I know you know us, and you know we know you. Come on the pod. To your character. Sorry. This is um, peak callout culture. Peak callout culture. Um, Evolve 6, cold open. We open with Jimmy Jacobs saying some math. Um, and if he wins, he will be 4-1. and one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I never brought up my notes. Okay. Jimmy Jacobs. I don't have anything about Jimmy Jacobs. Let's move on to Drake Younger. <laughs> um, he says he's going to be the first 4-0 Evolve wrestler. 4-0, baby. He has a do-rag on, which is covering, and I'm going to spoil this from the first match, a new bleach blonde hairdo. Oh, the nature boy, Drake Lindell. But it's still, like, a doll bleach blonde? Mm-hmm. Um, like, it's not good. Yeah, um, it's more Chick Donovan than, yes. uh, than Ric Flair. Exactly. Um, next up, Johnny Gargano says he's going to win. Okay, there you go. I, yeah, you're looking at his hands. Um, this is maybe the worst Evolve opening yet. Um, it wasn't even dumb funny. I was embarrassed. Um, it had some weird music playing. There's a scene where uh, where Austin Aries walks in and he like finds a dumbbell and he like lifts it, but he doesn't like lift it. He just picks it up. He kind of like nods approvingly, like yeah, this is a weight. Oh yeah, <laughs> it gets it gets interesting because then you get the Code of Honor video and then you get the. Now I got the second opening. Uh, no, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I the code of honor is the break in the cold open, and that's okay. the official intro to any evolve show. Right. Um, the but rules there's some, of wrestling. There's some a guitar riff going on here. Um, it starts out sounding like Mogwai, and all of a sudden it's just like the worst possible Deftones uh, or like Chevelle. Yep, that's you a big Chevelle fan. <laughs> I can't say that I am, but this is a reference I get, so that's good. Mm. I feel like that helps um, flesh out some details in my head. Um, I feel like a lot of snowboarders like Chevelle. I don't know why I think that. Like, currently? No, 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 no. Snowboarding is not a thing anymore. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> say those both of those things are gone. Yeah. Um, I love Chevelle. Okay, cool. Um, hmm. Austin Aries, yes, he is. There's a communal area in the back. Um, I don't know who this area is technically for um, because he runs into some non-workers as they may be. Um, it pretty much asked them to leave. Um, <laughs> so he can do a a rep um, with this um, <laughs> barbell that's just hanging out there in the back. Would you call that a rep? He just like... Does he lift it? Like, does he yeah, do a I full so. elbow curl? I, th- I think he does a one quick curl. That's my, that's what my memory serves. I, so you said this is the worst opening yet. I literally have written down this was maybe the best opening yet. Okay. No, that's... I get that. No. 
Um, to clarify, my first section of notes prior to Code of Honor, post Code of Honor, a different tone. Okay. All, all caps. I had caps lock. No, no, I did not have caps lock because I just held down shift. Your well, keyboard is broken. <laughs> well, I typed the rest of this. Um, but yeah, this is a weird one. They really, that was a crackerjack. Yeah, yeah, I love to have a, I love to have a weird one. Mm, tie one on. Um, yeah. Next up, first match. First up, Silas Young versus Drake Younger. Who, um, almost typed out Brad Allen instead of Silas Young. That's my first yeah. note. All right, yeah, baby Brad girl. Not, Brad's not gonna be back. It's so sad. But instead, we got this guy. We got the. It's it's uh, instead of a instead of a, a a deceased mom, he's got a drug problem. Which who doesn't? But this guy's he's got an alcohol problem, which is way less fun. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk. We'll touch more on that. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Later. It's kind of funny. Um, it's so funny. I love joking about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, the genius. He gets it. He it, fuck. It. He like he watched The Wire. Um, season three. Also, all three seasons. <laughs> all three seasons. Um, two more that I'm even aware of. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This match is okay. I guess. I didn't. Yeah. Drake Younger versus Silas Young. Uh, have, you, have you thought about this? It's the Young versus the Younger. Okay. Yeah, I didn't get that, but now I'm here. I'm He's here. a genius. Yeah. All he, right. Mm, it's like flavor profiles, but like with wrestlers. Right. And yeah. you, you want a, you want a taste of Drake Younger? <laughs> taste that. Second, um, second shortest match on the card at nine yeah. minutes. Okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> oh. Yeah, this is not theme. good. This is not. It's not good. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say it's like way too long. Um, I you know I love Drake. He's like a fucking bad dude. Um, he's such a sloppy but like organic kind of wrestler. Um, he feels like a guy who is trained first to take bumps on the floor and then later in a ring <laughs> like like the training school he went to didn't have a ring at the time and then they got one later um which is why he like runs the ropes poorly and he doesn't know how to climb the ropes very well and he just and he and then like that's proven immediately like because he takes a power slam on the concrete that's like full speed dustin Rhodes. um you know the nature boy drake younger he loves taking flip bumps on the concrete that's what he's all about um but yeah this i don't know silas is a guy you don't like silas right i don't know i'm indifferent to silas um so that's uh, i think that's an upgrade from what you thought my opinion was so yeah we'll we'll work with that yeah he's uh he's he's a guy that i i feel like i should enjoy but he's never clicked with me all the way um so he's clearly like he should hit with me right because he's cosplaying as like a Saturday, like a WCW Saturday Night Mid Carter, um, he's like an Al Perez type, um, but like then he does like split legged moonsaults. <laughs> so I should like that. Like I should like <laughs> somewhere between Sabu and Larry Zabisco. I should I should be like way down for that. Um, and it's he stands out in this environment kind of, but yeah, he's he fucking sucks. <laughs> he sucks yeah, at this. Yeah, great. Um... Should be good, but he's not. I don't know. The match has got a whole weird vibe. Never really clicks. There are some cool things at times, um, but most of those revolve around, like you mentioned, Drake bumping on the floor. Um, yeah. 
but yeah, uh, he, yeah, he hit some big moves. Like the 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 finish stretch of this is just like the full on the worst indie shit. He does like a Drake hits a top rope like fireman carry into Michinoku driver like from the top. Like I think he's like literally standing on the top. It's not even like from the second rope. Um, and then that gets to and then he picks him up and he hits like a really sick fire thunder driver, and then that gets to. And then Silas beats him with like the headstand split legged moonsault, which is the hard. You know, I love describing moves on this podcast. Yes, it's my favorite shit. Um, I love breaking down how many spins. Uh, just like you know, uh, you understand the mechanics of professional wrestling more than most people, uh, I, as you have yeah. experience in the ring. A true. Worker. That's so ni- so nice of you to say. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, true worker. Uh, cage of death, baby. Um, no, I I cannot describe this. He so Silas goes into a headstand. People have seen this move because I think he still does it today. But he goes into a headstand on the top rope like uh, Ultimo Dragon, um, and then he somehow like I don't know if he bounces or if he just swings his legs around. But then he does like an Arabian moonsault, like the the legs crossed over one rope, so it's not necessarily a split leg. But he just uses his hips. Uh, springs off the top rope and flips backwards and lands in a moonsault. But he doesn't really land in a moonsault because he doesn't really land on the person at all because he fucking misses every time and it looks like shit. And I don't... And that's the finish. And he misses both times because he does it twice. That's right. Uh, Drake gets the knees up the first time and it looks really dangerous but not good which like that's the worst thing you can do in a wrestling match is have a spot look super dangerous but not at all good yeah like Silas's face very much at the knees when he does it the first time oh second, yeah he catches Drake's knees full on yeah and the second time more of the headish area yeah um but that'll that'll stop uh good old Drake there uh from getting to 4-0 so yeah God, what a stupid fucking way to do it. Because he, I don't know. I I can't think of every Drake match that we've had. I think it was, there was a four-way fray. Uh, there was the Mox match. There was a Sammy match. And I guess one, one. Oh, no, this was it. This was that the was fourth it. one. This is the fourth one. Uh, so there you go. Um, he and did he's not have fun. a uh, qualifying match for Evolve. Um, right. Gave respects him too much. A concept that I hope isn't gone forever. I hope that wasn't. A one-off for uh, Chuck Taylor? Yeah. Um, you know, we, we make exceptions for the best of the best. Um, no, Drake, Drake, unfortunately, his perfect record is over with this. He loses to Silas Young, who I guess is going to be in line for push or something, which we'll talk about more later. Um, but Drake looks very, like, realistically sad at the end of this. Um and I have this written down. Um, he reminded me, uh, the, like, the, the faces he made, he looked like he was going to cry. Um, he looks kind of like uh, Scotty, the Philip Seymour Hoffman character in Boogie Nights, um, after he tries to kiss uh, Dirk Diggler at the uh, New Year's Eve party for New Year's 1980. Um, and Dirk uh, does not, you know... Reciprocate. Is, is, yeah, reciprocate. There you go. Fuck, thank you, man. Um, and then, and then uh, Scotty... Uh, in the in the parking lot, he cries and he just says, "I'm such an idiot. I'm such a fucking idiot." Over and over again, and that's kind of what Drake Younger looks like here. R.I.P. P.S.H. Um, the greatest actor of our generation. If you say so. Uh, they found his body, and he still had the needle in his arm. 
You know about that? I don't think so. Not until yeah. this very moment. Well, moving on. Rich um, Swan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, we got a, a four-way match here. AR Fox versus Tony Nese versus Scott Reed uh, versus Rich Swan. <laughs> um, we're, this is the origin story of the premier athlete brand. A little spoiler there for the folks at home. Um, you said Scott Reed like you're supposed to know who the fuck this guy is. <laughs> you don't know Scotty Reed? Scott Reed. Um, I don't even have his name written down. I just have five question marks. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, well, Scott Reed's going to be a big part of Evolve, so you better get used to this. No, he's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Who I'll, is he? I'll, do you want me to spoil this? Do you want me to spoil this? Is he going to be a person? Uh, yes. Well, a guy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. He changes his name? Nope. Still Scott Reed. Oh, well, I've never fucking heard of him. Yeah. Him and Tony Nese, premier athlete brand. Okay. Um, and Caleb Conley comes in later? Maybe I'm thinking Caleb Conley is Scott Reed. Who knows? Um, <laughs> these are very likely possibilities. But I'm like 80% sure Scott Reed's there. Um, you know, I don't like to Google anything, but I got to know. Scott know. Reed. It's R-E-E-D, right? R E E D. Um, we're both gonna um, Google this right now. Um, yeah, this guy is not on Google. I found a character from Thirteen Reasons Why. Hell yeah. Um, there's a guy who's a comic book artist. Um, it's not nope. even in the Scott Reed, not part of the Premier Athlete brand. Um, oh, is related in to. In my defense, <clears throat> he is part of the scene. With Caleb Conley in Dragon oh. USA, so there is a connection there, a fiber, um, where you can really get them fucked up. The scene that is the <laughs> deepest, shittiest cut. <laughs> so it's like you you take a deep cut and you, the cut the cut is a wound, and then you rub shit inside the cut, and you have sepsis and you die, and that's Scott Reed. Um. So at least I feel less bad how I <laughs> fucked up that one. Um, no, it's all right. You you fucking tried. At yeah, least you... I I put myself out there and I really biffed it. Uh, not yeah. the origin story, the premier athlete brand. Sorry. Um, yeah, this match kind of <laughs> sucked. Um, oh man, I first note I had is just God kill me. This match um, is the shortest in the card though. Six minutes yeah. thirty six seconds. It's truly a fray. Um, who is a short man, from what I understand. Um, you've met him probably, right? Yeah. Is he short? Sure. I'm also short, so like my perspective. Yeah, but you are you are tall in spirit, brother. Yeah, I ha- hell yeah. Um, okay. Ar Fox, Tony Nice, Rich Swan, and five question marks. Um, man. All right. Ar Fox owns. Can we just start off by saying? Okay, good. Um, I feel like we talked about him um, when we did the. Feels like a fucking lifetime ago now, that AAW LaSalle podcast, the first time we ever actually talked. Oh, hell yeah. That was was a time. Yeah. um, I'm actually going to rehash the story I told on that here in a minute. Please (laughs) do. Because I just remembered it. Um, uh, Tony Nese does not own. Fair? Oh, yes. Correct. Sorry. I thought you were going to say he does not own a car. He does not own... (laughs) He's on 205 Live. He's He must own a car now, or at least he but rents to be one. F- like, maybe he just, like, hitches a ride with somebody. Yeah. You think he just Ubers everywhere? Yeah. 
Hell yeah, that'd be great. Just he just rides everywhere on his abs. Um, Rich Swan does not own. I know that you have mixed feelings, um, but he beat up his wife, so definitely doesn't own. No, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, Scott Reed. Let's just pretend that he does own. <laughs> okay. That's a, we're making some leaps here, but I like it. I like it. Probably doesn't. And I guess, like, you know, we, we're going to find out as we discuss this match. But that's a pretty low percentage. Like, that's a pretty low success rate. If, if one and maybe two, a stretch, maybe two out of the four guys are good, then this six-minute scramble match, probably not going to be great. But that said, the best way to put a bunch of people who suck ass in a match together and make it not suck is throw them in there and let them do spots for six minutes. But I feel like every time, and maybe this is just this one in the last show with the six man, um, which was the funniest match in of all of history, uh, where the ballad of Brad attitude, of course, um, <laughs> I feel like Gabe's scramble matches are really bad. Like it's, it's a hard thing to fuck up, but yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> Um, man. Somehow this is boring. Yeah. Well, uh, except for when Fox is doing stuff. Um, I don't know. But even he... then, it's like, it doesn't feel like it means anything. It's just like, okay, it, it's Air Fox. I've I've seen it. I know it. I love it. But also, Scott Reed, don't don't love it. He's not good. Uh, there's a moment where I be- I can remember if it's. I think it's Rich Swan tries to send him into the guardrail, uh, Irish whip into the rail, and Reed just kind of like trips, and like then he like he like kind of catches himself on the guardrail, and then he like sells his hand, but he's not selling because he just actually broke his hand in the guardrail <laughs> trying not to fall down. Uh, yeah, he's terrible. Uh, man, this is a, this is a tag in four way. That's another thing. Um, doing the you know the fake lucha rules where the guy one guy leaves the ring, the next guy can. Get right in. Chikara rules, which is the same thing as Lucha. Chikara, Chikara. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good song. But this starts out, and for some reason, Tony Nese and Swan, who are the two guys who are not in the ring, it starts out Scott Reed and Air Fox. Nice and Swan are both on the near corners to the camera, on like one side of the ring. Which is like, just go to opposite corners. That's like the most basic. That's not even that's wrestling. Day one. That's boxing. That's like that's all. <laughs> Any ring based sport will tell you you're yeah. doing it wrong. Um, <laughs> correct yourself. How did this happen? How was the how was the referee uh, Tony Falk Jr. Of course. Uh, um, is that a shoot? I, did I miss this? That was his name. That's oh he, yes. Yeah. I love Tony Falk Jr. Yeah, I don't know if that's like for real, like relation to uh, the famed Tony Falk. No, it is. It is uh, Tony Falk okay. Jr. Uh, wrestled for NWA Saw, uh, the <laughs> Sawmill. Um, is that wait? What is that? Is that where Jason Kincaid wrestled? Yeah. Yeah. yeah one yeah. of the places. One of the Jason Gifto Kincaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, him and Chase once had some matches there. Yeah, um, man. All everybody from the sawmill is going to go on to be uh, a, a minor player 
in a a, a, a growing uh, J- Japanese uh, purist, uh promotion. Um, Chase Owens is he in AEW? Very good question. Very good question. I don't think anyone's returning that guy's calls. Um, Damn. I wanted to hear the Aaron's talk about him. <laughs> uh, you think Chase Owens is uh is woke? Uh, he's gonna be on the next episode of Splania. That's what I heard. That would. I don't tease me like this. I don't. I can't handle this. Automatic uh, status. You yeah, heard it here first. You Trent. It. You don't even. <laughs> Trent Beretta. Oh boy. Um, okay, I'll tell the story about AR Fox. Um, one time at the uh, Knights of Columbus Hall in LaSalle, Illinois, right in the heart of Illinois, at AAW Pro Wrestling Redefined, um, AR Fox approached me on, I believe it was the intermission after his match, which he had faced Sammy Callahan in a no DQ match, and he took like a, a power bomb over the top rope onto a guardrail that was propped up against the fucking between the guardrails and the uh, and the ring apron. And he just landed on it. It was it was like an awesome bomb. It's fucking disgusting. Um, anyways, he comes up to me and he's got a he's got it's just like a Swisher sweet, but it's hand rolled, so it's clearly got marijuana in it. Um, a blunt as they say. Um, and he asked me for a lighter, um, which I'm a smoker at the time. I give him a lighter and I say, sure, man, here you go. Good match. And he's like, thanks, man. You like it? And I was like, yeah, man, how do you take bumps like that? And he just said like, so he just, he he chiefs on that blunt and he looks at me and he says, I stretch a lot before my matches, which (laughs) like, (laughs) I mean, (laughs) AR Fox is, the fucking end-all, be-all, shitty indie spot guy. I, fu- I fucking love this dude. Inspiration. Yeah. Um, it's amazing how little he fucks stuff up, too. He fucks up the wall run, the kickflip, as they call it, which I think is a dumb name. The wall run ring post moonsault, which is still one of the most impressive spots. Um, and it's got to have like a high degree of difficulty, considering that you can get you know, stuff on your boot that's going to make it hard for you to post off of a post off of a literal post. Um, like he messes that up and I think it's the first time I've ever seen him mess it up. Um, he lands so hard in his face. Um, and I had that written down and then under that I'd have Reed definitely does not own. So I, <laughs> um, yeah, this sucks. This match is bad. Awesome. I think that's, that that's a wrap. Uh, yeah. for this one, um, let's go backstage. With uh, Drake Landell, um, where he just keeps muttering to himself, I fucking had it. Um, and that's did it. he? No, he didn't. Like, I don't think at any point in that match did I think, you know what, I think Drake's going to win this one. Um, Silas kicked out of a top rope Death Valley Michinoku thing and a Fire Thunder Driver. You cannot beat this man. He's got the power of addiction on his side. <laughs> um... Yeah, so this was just a real weird because that was it. Like there wasn't a, no, no one came in, no one talked to him. That was it. That's your segment. Um, just like thirty seconds of him doing this. Um, documentary crew. Documentary crew. Cinema um, verite. Um, do, they really don't. They don't lean into that angle very much. Um, after show number one. Um, how this documentary crew is out there. Um, too bad. I think that was right. For potential. Yeah. Um, next up, Larry Dallas. 
Oh, yeah. Walks to the ring with some women, um, and they sit in a special VIP section with champagne. Um, Some folks are chanting, this is wrestling. Um, They're chanting, this isn't wrestling? This is. Okay, I have this is. I also have this is. But it's it's weird, right, that they would chant that? It definitely isn't wrestling. Is this an ironic crowd? (laughs) It's so quiet most of the time. I can rarely tell. Yeah, they're all they're all formulating their next fancy <laughs> chant. Uh, there are two guys in the front row. I had this written down earlier, but I forgot to mention it. I wasn't able to to fit it in organically, so I'll do it now. Uh, there are two fans in the front row wearing what appear to be a tiger mask mask, uh, <laughs> a tiger mask mask, and maybe the other has a grand naniwa mask. <clears throat> and um, oh, give me one second. I'm going to mute and I'm going to give. I'm going to clear my throat a little bit there. Ah, uh, new man. All right. Um, if I was sitting near those guys with the masks on uh, or anyone with a mask on uh, at one of these shows, I'm going to take each one of them individually, snapmare them, uh, hit the ropes, running dropkick, uh, Roosh style. Uh, and then also like Roosh, I'm ripping those masks in half. And if the one of the Naniwa mask doesn't blade himself, then I'm doing it for him. And it's going to be like New Jack. Um, we got against masks. I just don't like people. If you bring a, uh, you know, you know the old joke. If you bring a, a a a a replica championship belt to a pro wrestling show, you better be prepared to defend it. Yeah, I've been on Twitter. Yeah. All right. Well, me and this motherfucker are going to be in an apuestas. I'll put my hair on the line. I could beat that dude's ass. Okay. No, I get that. I get that to a degree. Um, Doing things on on my terms. <laughs> um, they just got to respect the sport a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm all about. R E S P C T. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we have. You ever hear the uh, the 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 cake uh, cover of "I Will Survive"? No, can't say I cake? have. Not a big cake fan. No, I like cake, not cake. Okay, you have to because you're co-opted. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Check it out. Oh, right now. No, you don't have to. Okay, I'll do it later. 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 I'll hit that. Um, throw that in the tubes. Okay. Kyle Riley versus Bobby Fish. Speaking of songs, I wrote a song. <laughs> Let's talk. We'll talk about it later. Okay. All right. Okay. Bobby Fish. For, I have Bobby Fish, Bobby Fish versus, and that's it. I must have forgot to write. Just fell asleep. Just yeah. hit that snooze button. Well, right right below that, I have Bobby Fish's facing Kyle O'Reilly for the right to use his urine for a drug test. The stakes have never been higher. Um, I'm obviously a clean worker now. Um, that's He's a clean what, worker? Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Um, Looks like it. Plays by the rules. Um, yeah. He's, he's toning down a little bit. I don't know. I mean, it's just the haircut. He doesn't have hair now. I thought he looked a little bigger, actually. I thought he looked... I, looked like, I thought the maturation process process um i don't know i maybe i male ripper attention. maybe it's just like yeah i thought he was more toned you know okay we can just okay. let I, this was probably more like important than the actual match itself just talking about bobby's muscles and and if he's doing cocaine again so that's what okay he's got a record of no wins and four defeats how funny is that <laughs> uh how did he get here? How did they? How did the booking genius let himself 
get Bobby Fish into a zero and four situation. It's really odd um, because he's just the kind of dumbass that Gabe the Genius would book into, you know, maybe not a four and zero scenario, but he'd at worst be two and two. Um, it's not. It's not a very compelling story either. Um, it's this is like the most insufferable shit. Um, and then I was like, why? I, like it starts, and I'm like, this feels familiar. And then I remembered, well, I was told that it was a rematch from the first, it was the very first match in Evolve history. Um, and I feel like we watched that a fucking hundred years ago, man. I've had a kid since then. You got married. Like, so much has happened. happened. Yeah. Trump became president. <laughs> Twice. Twice, yeah. Um, um, yeah, that's... I, I, have, I, I, okay. Uh, I, I think it, it's good uh, that this match exists um, because it gave me a chance to go use the bathroom. Um, I was able to get some work done. Um, I ended up actually checking uh, the f- the free section, the free stuff section of Craigslist of my local local Craigslist, um, and um, in which I found uh, a working toilet, light beige, uh, on Broadview Court in Dunlap, Illinois, uh, zip code six one five two five. If anybody's interested, that was posted on the fourteenth. Um, so if you're in Dunlap, uh, which is you know pretty close to where I live, I'm not in market for a light beige toilet, but. Uh, there's one on the side of the road. Uh, I think it's first come, first serve. So go grab that. Go grab that potty. Get that shutter. Yeah. <laughs> there's a chant. Yeah, I love it. That's they should have been sh- chanting that one here. Um, I actually didn't hate this match for the first like five or so minutes. Okay, I was gonna say it's like oh okay. Um, I just felt like hey yo they're doing the the stuff that I might like. It's a little rawer. It's a little stiffer. Um, but then they just kept going with it. Um, and it didn't get rawer. It did not get stiffer. Um, it just got <laughs> bad, worse, pro- progressively worse. Um, but, qu- but quickly, um, oh, they cut a pace. They cut a pace for sure. Um, I have this down as the worst match in Evolve history. <laughs> wow. Impressive. I don't know if yeah. I go that far. Um, I don't know if it sucked. What did? Why did it suck for you? I mean, I don't know. Early on, they do like a dueling bridge spot where they're like trading like back bridges um, in some like convoluted uh, like mat wrestling sequence. That's just that like would not exist in any real grappling, which is really a shame because both of these guys are like really into real grappling, and Kyle O'Reilly is actually pretty good at it. Um, and then they go, you know, they do the Bushido striking segments that look like total shit. Like, even though these guys are hitting each other pretty hard, they don't have the form or the emotion or the uh, kinetic energy to make this actually uh, come off uh, well at all. Um, they, they, And you know what? It's, it becomes more and more clear every time I see Bobby Fish that he is definitely not doing cocaine. Uh, because if he was doing coke, all of this would be so much better. And I wish I had some cocaine right now, or at least some Adderall, um, because it would have made this a lot easier to deal with. And would have zinged a little bit better. Just, woo, yeah. Woo, woo, there you go. A little, yeah, a zing, that's for sure. Ah. Um, I got so bored during this match that I actually I did write a song. I have not recorded it yet, but I will make sure it gets recorded and that it is on the end of this. Singer-songwriter. 
Bucky. That's right. That's right. That's me. Um, I need to come up with a like a, a, a pseudonym, a pen name. Um, a SoundCloud yeah. profile name. Yeah. 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 Um, I you know I, I need to do some branding. I need to go to like a branding class. They actually have that at the uh, Illinois Community College around the corner from where I live. They have a uh, a whole thing on that. Um, if you want to be an influencer, they'll help you be that. Um, Just give me a call. I work in influencer marketing. I'm a. That's true. I know all about it. That's true. Uh, do you like do ads for Ninja? No, not. No, we don't. We don't work with a lot of blender companies. Okay. Okay. Nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> there. That was, yeah. whoo, got him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man, he is he is so mad right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, so Bobby hits a top rope falcon arrow. Um, and he, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <sighs> Bob, Bobby Fish hits a top rope falcon arrow. Uh, like legit again, legit top rope. He is standing on the top rope. Um, this is the biggest it looks, high of all looks time. Crazy. Um, it's crazy. It's beautiful. It's a work of art. And then he doesn't even go for a cover, and they get up at the same time. Um, and then Kyle immediately, the next sequence is Kyle countering whatever the fuck Bobby's doing. It's uh, like a high-speed waistlock reversal thing. It's yep. just back at – it's killing me. And then it ends in, like, a dragon suplex because it has to. Of course. Uh, what's the sickest suplex you can think of? That's that. Oh, um, um, just two, two of them. I want to throw a real quick point because um, – in, in the next se- sequence that these two perf- perform, um, Lenny does make another boxer versus puncher reference. Um, <laughs> but now it's, but these two are just bo- uh, punchers. These two are, are just they? punchers. Does he say that? Yeah. yeah. So why did he say it? Because he wanted you to know that it's always on his mind. Boxer versus puncher. He's like, mm, where can I, mm, where can I throw that one in there? Um, He's like, I'm not gonna get a good enough opportunity. Punchers, just a couple of punchers. Um, and Lenny's, but I get it. He's getting his shit in, you know. He's getting his feet in. <laughs> um, the song is called "Lenny, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down." It's a parody of "New York, I Love You, But You're Bringing Me Down" by LCD Sound System. Uh, I have to record it, but I've already, I practiced it on the way home. I have a full full lyrics and it will if if you deem it good enough to be on the podcast i do all right thanks it'll be at the end of this um, thing then <laughs> i feel confident um when you ever can throw in a lenny feet reference with um new york minute um let me know <laughs> big fan oh, of that, I song. that song i hate that song so much <laughs> big fan big part of my childhood that, um uh, is that right? A New York minute. Man, I, so did your did your dad love the Eagles? Damn, you just love that song. Like, yeah. He had a mix CD with four songs on it, and that was one of them. <laughs> that's not optimizing the amount of space that's on a CD. Yeah, but that's not that's not how you operated. Um, my dad loved Don Henley and the Eagles, and I fucking hate my dad. So I don't know. I think it's maybe associated there, um, but like. Man, I heard that and like Desperado and all those songs so many times that it just it like it brings out an anger in me, you know. It's really Hotel visceral. Hotel California, how you feel about? Hotel California is a weird one. Um, 
but I think it's really interesting just for the fact that it's it's one of the most famous songs with like a super like uh, racist characterization um, where he says one smell of colitas and it's just like Don Don Henley that he's <laughs> he's he just he does like a a fucking Mexican accent he's like wearing a sombrero basically he might as well be the entire song um, yeah fuck that song it's terrible. Cool. Um, so, yada, 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 lots of meaningless stuff. Um, yeah, my notes just turn into the lyrics for the song that I wrote. So Match ends with a gut buster, then a spinning heel kick from uh, the fish himself. Um, wasn't I it believe you. Made like, I don't remember, but I believe you. Yeah, it made the 50th best, best kick in this match. Um, so, there you go. Um... Let me ask you, um, are we recording? Are we good? Yes, we're here. All right. We're recording on my end, too, but I haven't fixed any levels, so it's going to sound shittier on mine, so just, you're the pro. Yeah, I'm... I never fix any levels. You uh, you said it right the first time. Just do it right once, and that's all you need to do. Um, that's right. Post-match, Lenny gets in there. Um, oh, maybe, this is maybe the worst segment of all of history. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bobby Fish says, he's tired, but winning feels awesome. Um, <laughs> then Kyle, again, all up in, up in their business um, during this post-match. Um, I, I, I'm pretty sure, though, Kyle whips his uh, penis out and just starts jerking it right there and just uh, telling Fish how he was the better man this evening. Um, and, yeah. and, and thanks, Fish, for the fight. Not the match, the fight. Um this is the most code of honor shit that I've like ever seen. Yeah. It's, it's brutal. It's honorable as ha- all hell. Um, it, it's, just, um, it's just two honorable men being honorable and I am here for it. Um, my impression, it's my impression of like a Buzzfeed article. Bobby says 2011 is his year. Then he gives a shout out to his kids that he probably never sees. Um, at home. <laughs> oh man. Nice. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, he refers to them watching the DVD and like, dude, don't make your kids watch this match because that is abuse. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to the little, like the child or baby who started crying when Bobby Fish said, uh, God damn, that was awesome. Please don't cuss in front of my children. <laughs> uh, um, I like the idea that he says for when they're watching it, uh, the DVD, because um, it insinuates he's definitely not going to see them between that moment and when that DVD comes out. And, you know, of all of DVDs, not known for their speed. Um, <laughs> so that's probably like a good two to three months of him just not seeing his kids at all. I didn't even consider that. So, their rules. At least he's honest, you yeah, know? Respect. Um, or something like that. Oh, no, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> Off the smoke for the Super Smash Brothers. Fuck. A classic Shakara contest here in Iraq. Yeah. What, what is this? I thought we got rid of Quack. I thought he was done after the last one. I don't know. His, his influence is far and wide. Um, this is what all indie wrestling was in 2010. It fucking sucked. Like, Jersey All-Pro was pretty good because they booked Necro and Brody Lee as a tag team. And they had, like, a monster match. Wrecking Crew, baby. Let's go. Yeah. Do you know that match that uh, Monster Mac and... Uh, Whoever his weird, tall, fat partner was. Uh, not Mafia, but whoever his partner was. And then it's Hillbilly Wrecking Crew, and I think it's the Briscoes, and it's a three-way match. Uh, I have not seen it. 
I'll look it up. Uh, Phil Schneider, if you're out there, if you're listening. Uh, you're probably not. Big fan of the podcast. Um, He's going to come on. Uh, I, I, I talked to him. He's going to come on the uh, the Finley uh, Sammy show because he, he was at that show. Um, he's also my dad. I don't know if you knew that. Um, I don't know if you knew that, Phil, if you're listening. Um, you're my dad. Um, I, I once hung out with uh, on wrestling forum with a person that was impersonating um, Phil. So that was cool. <laughs> what? Um, he was a guy on wrestling forum with an account called Segunda Keda. Um, and like, he, he never was he actually pretending to be them. I don't think so, but like he was, he would, if you were not on the internet, like you could definitely just sold it as, Oh yeah. I'm the Segunda Keda guy, you know? Cool. Um, cause he did all his reviews and, um, Phil style. That's epic. Epic. Very good. Exactly. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I, I ripped that off myself. Uh, I love those guys. Very good shit. Very good shit. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's there you go. See what I did there. Right. See what I did there. That's deep, for you. Deep reference. Yeah. Only like twelve people are gonna know what that means. Heck yeah. That, well, that's how many people listen to this podcast. So we're good. That's right. Hell that's yeah. That's right. Shouts out to to my friend Ty, who is my my good friend. He'll he'll get the, it. Big fan of the show. Love it. Fan. Um. Big 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 fan. Of, uh, shout out to your wife. Um, who you're probably gonna be listen to this. Um, yeah. So here you go. Nope. This is one's for you. Up in smoke for Super Smash Brothers. She's a huge uh, Evil Uno fan. Uh, well, you know what? She likes she she likes Evil Uno. She loves Stu Stupefied Grayson. Um, this is matches fourteen minutes. Um, God, it is it so really is the third shortest match on this card. Oh. Um. Oh, so that's a good good stat line for you. Um, I don't got a whole lot of notes. Just I said, uh, it's competent. Yeah. Like, no, I, I I didn't hate it, but like, I could never tell you anything about this match. Um, if I watched a dozen times. <laughs> um, I have a few things. Um, hey, me I don't know, the first thing. <laughs> well, the first thing I wrote was, man, this show is just rotten, isn't it? Um. <laughs> But no, uh, first of all, Player Uno has maybe the worst look of any prominent indie worker from this era. Um, and that includes, like, all the other people in Chikara. Um, that it, it includes, like, John Thorne doing death matches against Haley Hatred. That includes, like, the the shittiest. That includes the Dixie Land Destroyer, whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Like, the worst I do in the South, guys. Because Player Uno's stuff... It's clearly curated. Like he's he's done his best to match his partner's aesthetic. They've got a they've got a, a synergy with their uh, with their look. But he he like I don't know. I can't even describe it. It's it's a t shirt and basketball shorts. It's like the, the classic shitty indie look. Except it's clear that he's put effort into it, which makes it way worse. Um, but he's cool. I like them. Do you like SSB as we call them? Yeah, I I like them. Um, I'm more of a fan of the um, the Uno. Um, is he's like just like a better version of 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 Kevin Steen? Um, Hell yeah, he's got the same shorts. That's the look I was talking about. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Click in my head. He just aren't more... they from the same area? Yes, one hundred percent. Um, okay. but like Kevin Steen just takes himself a little bit. Too seriously for my uh, my liking. Uh, Uno just like he's transparently uh, this this kid that clearly um, watched a couple of tapes um, 
And then he said, you know what? I'm going to, I got this. I could be like Kevin Steen. I could be like, I can be like those guys. Um, and then he's just doing fat guy shit. That's cool. Yeah, he's got some good offense. Yeah. Uh, he does a double palm thrust um, that Cloudy takes, I, like, the, the, you know, Sua, the drop kick that's now been stolen by everybody that Walter does. Uh, I'm sorry, Walter. Rest of the year, out there. Yeah, sure, if you say so. Um, he takes that bump um, into the corner and makes it look great. It would have looked great even if he just did a flat back. Um They've got some cool shit. Um, Uno and Dose, I guess. Yeah, go with it. <laughs> Lenny does like a, a stupid thing where he says, uh, he looks kind of familiar. It has me stupefied. That was maybe the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Lenny, put your feet away. Um, I don't know. He those bad boys in the table. He didn't care who was looking. Yeah, yeah, he's big feet in this. Um, no, I think it's... I think there's some cool shit here, but I think this what this really does after seeing a few times um, after I don't even know how many times they wrestled each other, but Aeroform versus Up and Smoke. I think it happened three times total in different structures and different, you know, multi tags. Um, but this really exposed how good Aeroform is. Yeah. Um, and you plug another team into this like you know, indie tag formula from this era, and it's it can still work. It's still good. You know, Cheech is fucking great. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Cheech is Cheech is like one of the only people in the company who wrestles like a heel. And when I say wrestles like a heel, he wrestles like a heel. Um, he doesn't do a, t- a ton of flashy stuff. He just hits hard. Um, he he's a fucking chicken shit asshole, and he bumps in dramatic ways. Uh, not unlike. Uh, Portland's own Buddy Rose, um, you know. So you, uh, would you say he is the um, Buddy the, Rose the buddy, of, <laughs> of indie wrestling? Yeah, of of this time. Okay, of, time. of this time. Um, the comparison would be a lot easier if he was from the area. Um, no, uh, I I thought this turned out okay. Uh, they've got some really cool shit. They do what Uno does a fucking Alabama slam onto Cloudy. Um, while Stu comes up and lung blow lung blowers him, um, which is a really great move in theory, except for Cloudy just basically does a flat back bump onto Stu's face. <laughs> <laughs> which I, how often did that happen when they did that move? Probably fifty percent of the time. Like that sucked. <laughs> so it's a good idea. Um, like what a match. What a show. As a low-end Aeroform match, this was okay. Yeah. But it didn't have it, Aeroform, and it could it, have been great. It, well, I don't know. I don't think any of those matches were great. They're all, they've all been fine. I None of those matches were great, but they could have been. Fair. Fair. But Gabe doesn't care about tag teams. He's like Vince McMahon. Yeah, there's a tag <laughs> team division, and it it pretty much is exclusively up in smoke. Um, yeah. Is that a okay? Yeah, no, good. Yeah, I like it. Sorry. Yeah, it wasn't in, wasn't intended. Um, next up, Scott. Next Reed. up, Scott Reed. Oh, I. <laughs> oh, you really threw me off. Because <clears throat> uh, I thought you were going to say homicide versus John Moxley, but you just said the word Scott Reed to me, and I don't know what those <laughs> words mean. Um, so he does what any good young worker should do. He gives 
Bobby Fish a firm handshake and says, congratulations, Bobby. Um, I have urine that I can sell you. And then I'm, they don't tape that, but like, I think it's for evidence reasons. Um, Bobby then calls his, his lady, um, and tells her he has good news. Oh um, man, I forgot about this. <laughs> which I don't know. It might be clean piss. It might be he got a W. I, it could be both. Go into the pay window, and then he can buy some new clean urine because <laughs> Kyler Riley's is no longer clean. Um, I have to take a. Speaking of, I need to go do that. Um, do you want to do a cut? Do you want to talk about Scott Reed let's for a, a minute? Let's do a cut because I gotta right. go check on my my, my wife. Okay. Um, yeah. You know what? Um, I have. I have some some music that we can use that I've got permission to use if you want to throw a little break in there. If not, we can just do a straight cut, you know? But, uh, yeah. You say the word. So, you want to do, like, a sound? Like a like a, like a, uh, like a clacker? Do you know clackers? Where it's, like, the movie set? Nice. One eternity later. All right, I'm here. Well, everyone, it's just me. Um, I guess Sam's not back yet. That's okay, you know? He's got to take care of some business. And so I'll take care of some myself. Trent Seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night, I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions, Max, I'll prove to you that you're nothing but a little pussy, bitch. Alright. And, uh... Shit! Mm-hmm. And, uh... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's fucking nice out. Who's trying to chill smoke some loud, feel me? I got loud. Hit my line. Either DM me or hit my line, bro. I got loud. I'm trying to smoke. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see what else we got in here. Not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot of good clips on this phone. Uh, we'll just play this again. Trent Seven, I'm sick and tired of you putting your nose in my business, running that glass jaw of yours. You got something to prove? Prove it you can last longer than six seconds, you little bitch. Tomorrow night, I'm calling you out. We ain't doing things on your terms, we're doing them on mine. Submissions, Max, I'll prove to you that you're nothing but a little pussy, bitch. Oh. A riled up fight Haskins. Let's see what else we got here. September 16th, GCW presents my fucking tournament, the end drinking a beer. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Schlack, one minute, 
This guy's hanging from meat hooks. Drinking, drinking a, a beer. beer. Two hours later, I walk by his van, and he's smoking crack. Now I know why this guy don't feel no fucking pain. What's up, man? What? 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 What was that? That was Nick Gage. Nick fucking Gage. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um. What's up? How you doing? Good. Sorry. For the... You can cut all that. I wasn't doing anything while you were gone. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna whew, give that a listen later. Um. You good? We ready to go? Oh, we're good. Sorry. All right, cool, cool. No, it's fine, man. So you take as long as you need. I, I got, I got things I can do to entertain myself. <gasps> this is what I do. I just watch that promo over and over again. <laughs> In between watching Evolve shows and the occasional death match for the other podcast, I just watch that promo and I watch the Haskins promo. Occasional episode uh, of Bosch. Uh, not in a while. Okay. Not in a while. Uh, I watched the first two seasons. I really liked the first one. The second one, not so great. Okay, wow. Uh, I say really like. I didn't really like the first season. It was good uh, enough. Yeah, and I think it has its moments. And I think Titus Welliver is a really strong lead actor. I have always thought he was great. Have you seen Deadwood? I have not. Okay. Um, anything like really good and like prestige? Probably not. Do you like westerns? I have no idea. Hmm. Okay. Again, then I would have to watch Westerns, which, <laughs> how, yeah. why, you know? I'm, yeah, I'm not super into them in general. Um, but check out Deadwood. I mean, it's, 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 it's what, 36 episodes? It's three seasons, and it moves really well. Um, I think, I think of all the prestige shows, uh, that's one that you would really enjoy because I, I know you have like a love for like dumb language. And it's like a very wordy show. Well, I don't know if I don't know if that's actually true, but it seems like you yeah, would. Mm, just the way I talk, you know, you're thinking, mm, Sam like some dumb language. I feel that. Yeah, I feel that. I Look, felt. That. I can. I can relate to it. That's the thing. Um, no, I think you would get a lot out of Deadwood, and it's My very ver- favorite, verbose favorite, ridiculousness. Favorite MMA podcast coming out with a Deadwood uh, recap show. So there you, you know, go. Maybe. Maybe uh, is it the another... Joe Rogan experience? Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> um. No, um, I think my boss might be meeting tomorrow, though. So that's uh, <laughs> what? My guy, I probably gotta cut all that out. But yeah, right, um, right, yeah, yeah. You get, you gotta cut this. But um, hmm. well, we gotta cut all the other stuff too. All right, I can uh, just cut out. Yeah, cut out. Acted. Yeah, yeah. Do a beep twice well, now because I've said his name multiple yeah. times. Yeah, but you don't have to say what you were referring to. You can just cut that part. Yeah, and then and then we can have us talking about briefly. I said it a third time, mm. <laughs> and, and they won't know what we're talking about. But they'll know that we said it, and they'll think, "Man, that must have been good." One for the DVDs. You know? One for the DVD extras. Hit them up. Uh, light them up. Smoke them if you got them. Homicide versus John Moxley. That's right. This is a uh, tour de force. Um, Do you like this? You, all right, let me ask you. First of all, this is a long segment, and we'll get to the length of the segment and the post-match and everything. Bell to bell. Did you think this was, like, a really good match? Because I thought it was great. Bell to bell. Um, I don't know. I thought it was good. Um, yeah. I thought it was interesting. I thought I was very confused for a lot of it. Um. 
we can talk about the post match angle separately, but the match itself, <laughs> I was like, it's slow, and then it got real hot and heavy, and I just felt like, whoo, daddy, come at me. Um, hit me with that. Uh, and then they got back in the ring, and it got a lot less hot and heavy, but still good. Uh, so, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm firmly in the, it was a good match camp. Okay. Um, but you think it's fucking great. I have it down as the second best match in all history. Um, which I think is going to th- be a thing I say a lot because I, I think it's going to be a while before anything tops uh, Hidaka Hero, which Adam is a great, Bruce, which Bruce is second best match in Evolve history. Do you actually believe that? What? No. Okay. There no. was a match that you called the second best match in Evolve history that I was like, what? Um, oh, no. The second best match in Evolve history right now is um, John Moxley versus Brody Lee. Oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I like that match a lot. I just, it didn't. Maybe it didn't get going far enough. and it, I mean, I like the non-shots and non-finishes. I know some of you out there don't like that. Um, I like the non-finish. Um, yeah, okay. Best best uh, booking decision. Um, the game man made up to that point. Yeah, and actually feeds into a lot of the story being told here, actually. I said actually twice in that sentence. I love it. Um, I've been drinking. Again, I love uh, words. You're feeding me. <laughs> I, I love repeating words. Um, this is relaxed rules. Homicide versus John Moxley in a relaxed rules match, which is the first, I believe, yeah, the first uh, gimmick match of any kind, right? I mean, it's not really a gimmick match, but it kind of is, right? Yeah, like in Evolve, this is like this is a gimmick match. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah. Like- no, I, I, I think this, this is, this is a really good example of why homicide rules and why John Moxley rules, because this is just Relax basic. Rules. Sh- Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You got me. Um, it's really good basic stuff. You know, uh, the the early portions are just like some nasty rolling around, some snug holds that are very basic. Um. You know, I love a good working punch. I love a good, you know, just closed fist that, you know, hits but doesn't really hit. You know, um, I'm a, I'm like a I'm a big fan of I'm a I'm a big fan of old school wrestling. You know, uh, but no, I what I really like is when you have like modern wrestlers that know how to do a good worked punch. Um, and these are two guys who have really good working punches. Um, at this point, Homicide is you know. Nobody's going to say Homicide isn't great. He's a known quantity. Um, but it's easy to forget just how good Moxley was uh, since he's so terrible now. And I, I know we talked about that last time and maybe the time before. Um, I'm shocked Lenny did not say Boxer versus Puncher in this one. Um, yeah, but who? They, they, this is Moxley, a, is the, Moxley is the boxer, clearly. Box, Boxley is the moxer? Boxley is the moxler. Um, since fan. Coming in? Don't worry about it. Um, um, it's a guy who has me blocked on Twitter. Quick, quick, funny thing that I thought that comes from the intro of this match before we get deep, deep into it. Um, Lenny, instead of saying um, homicide is O and O, says homicide has no record, which I thought was a very interesting phrasing uh, of that. Mm. Um, because he definitely does. Definitely does. Definitely fucking yeah. does. Um, I have had weapons pointed at me. Have you seen the that promo? No. The low key promo. It's not even a promo. It's from like an interview. Clearly. Oh, we gotta, we gotta. I, 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 somebody find that. Somebody find that and send it to us, and then we'll play it on the next the episode. Hassan's promo. We'll open yeah, it. I'll I'll play it in the uh, in the in the intermission next time. Uh, the piss break. Um, yeah, that's really weird. Uh, that that does feel like a deliberate choice of words. Yeah, Lenny, Lenny's Lenny's funny. 
Lenny's like, ah, this is the funny wink, Lenny. Wink, wink and nod. Yeah, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Here's my feet. Um, why do people feel the need to chant Eddie every time someone does rolling vertical suplexes? Um, in their defense, Homicide likes it. Yeah, well, he does yeah, it for he, him. He, he wouldn't do it without him. There's. It's the first time the crowd has said has like made any noise in 25 minutes. Um, but I'm gonna start. I don't know. I'm gonna start doing dumb shit at wrestling shows. Like if somebody puts on an abdominal stretch, I'm just gonna like start chanting Wilbur. No, or, don't, you know. do, don't do that. <laughs> that would you would embarrass everyone around you. Oh no, um, I've never done that at a wrestling show. <laughs> um. There is some interesting stuff in this match, including uh, Homicide throwing a chair at Moxley and missing four times. <laughs> oh, man. I, I mean, shit. I, can, I think chronologically we can talk about every segment of this match because I, I do think okay. this is great. Um, I would put this like high on a match of the year contender list if I was making one for 2010. Um, before they even get out of the ring, they do, like, do some like snug submission work. There's a segment where... Um, Moxley's in control, and he's got like a grounded hammer lock, and uh, and they do an extended reaching for the rope segment, and just a hammer lock is like such a sh- like a shitty basic move to do to try to build any drama around, um, but he keeps going back to it, um, like in that and like a key lock, which is the same move but from a different angle, and I think I might I might have that way wrong, um, and then like it's just a sleeper hold. And it works because it's all done with a, a snugness, if that's a word, um, that Moxley just brings that like real intensity and feeling of being in a real fight, uh, which Homicide of course brings because he doesn't know how he doesn't know any other way to wrestle. Um, but yeah, they go to the outside of the ring, and they start throwing things, and Homicide misses a lot. <laughs> Was it a chair? Um, yes, it was a chair that he just kept chucking at Moxley, and Moxley really didn't move. Um, yeah. I don't know why it happened. I'm still a little confused by it. After, like, the third time Moxley does, like, the Catholic, like, north, south, east, west, over the chest gimmick, <laughs> which, I love it. I, I, I He's so good at, like, because that wasn't a planned spot, but... Moxley in this era is like really good at just having a having fun in the moment, um, and then Homicide immediately starts. To choking not, I don't know if it wasn't planned. I mean, there's got to be something to Homicide missing that many times. I can't see how someone could humanly miss with an entire chair that many times without it being <laughs> on purpose. It's very dark in that building. I guess, but like it was hard to see them at times. Um, which I think is why the crowd's kind of weird throughout this. Um, I don't know. They may or may Homicide, not He, like, chokes him with, like, a cable. Um, he's just... They're, like, throwing him into walls, and they're on, like, a bunch of different surfaces. They do some, you know, basic concrete bumps that are look pretty brutal. Um, it's not, like, like high-end brawling. Uh, but, like, on this show, on this specific show, among what else is on this show uh this is basically brett versus austin you know um moxley sits homicide down and 
what's got to be the fourth row in a chair and just chops him over and over, you yeah. know, and homicide makes wild faces uh, reminiscent of Jake Garvin in 20 minutes, uh, 20 minutes in hell from uh, uh, what's it called? Vicious outcast wrestling. Have you seen that match? Uh, I cannot say that I have never. Oh, I don't man. think I can say I've seen a uh, vicious outcast wrestling, uh, professional wrestling contest. Unfortunately. Did you watch the yard call? The yard call? <laughs> Did you watch the yard call? <laughs> no comment. Oh, no. You didn't like it? I didn't watch it. Oh, okay. Well, I I uploaded it to the Haskins promo uh, YouTube. <laughs> okay, good. Um, um, those are the that, and you've seen Zona Twenty Three, the the Deshua Desero. Is that what it's, is that how you pronounce that? I think so. Uh, I think the, I know what you're talking about. Seven way junkyard death match. Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, well that's that's the holy trinity of 2018 matches. Okay. Um. Anyways, homicide no sells the chops, and then picks up some idiot's like hooded sweatshirt, just throws it over Moxley's just face, smacks him with it. and then just starts chopping him. And like all of a sudden, this is actually Brett versus Austin. <laughs> Like, I, I I got so into this, and I was, and maybe it's just because I didn't like anything else in the show, or I didn't, hmm. I liked some stuff here and there, but it, this this stood out so much. I was I was way into this, um, and they're like climbing on the walls and throwing shit at each other, taking unceremonious bumps on surfaces way harder than the ring, like the bleachers and against uh, what guardrails, and I I thought this kicked fucking ass i loved it um yeah i have less things to say about this match other than it was good i just found that like early stuff a little less engaging than you did um and then i found this stuff back in the ring by less engaging than you did um that's okay that's where we're at um i think if that early portion doesn't work for you if the basic shit that happens before they go brawl doesn't work then i could see how this just wouldn't you know act yeah yeah there's wouldn't just grab me by the the nads here yeah um and make me feel it's a very crude way to put it but yes um it's not a thing we might like to do on this podcast to be crude Um, we keep it clean yeah clean as bobby fish's piss um Here we go. Post match, though, that's where this gets. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just think I think it's a smart match. Okay. Um, for a brawl, I just wanted to say because I want to I want to give credit where it's due because there's no other smart matches on this show. Um, Moxley goes after the arm the entire time. Um, Homicide sells the arm the entire time, and smart match is a stupid thing to say because wrestling is fucking stupid. But, um. As much as a match can be smart, they they work everything into the finishing stretch. And while the finishing stretch might not be the most exciting thing, um, Moxley's controlling with arm holds. He does like a he's like doing a, a, a some sort of hammerlock type maneuver around a guardrail on the floor, and Homicide gets out of it by biting Moxley's calf. Like that's like the closest appendage to his face, and he fucking bites it. Um, they get in the ring, and Mox is controlling. Homicide hits a crazy lariat. Really good lariat. Really good lariat bump from Moxley. And then he goes for the cop killer. Uh, I'm sorry, the cop killer. But he can't hit it because his arm is fucked. And then Moxley grabs a really sick-looking chicken wing. Like a uh, leg wrapped around the, the waist chicken wing. Um, which is 
such a good move to finish this. And it's not like a Moxley finish. That's not like a thing that he is known for. If you go to his the top 25 moves of Dean Ambrose, you're not going to see a fucking body scissors cross or not cross face. I'm sorry. Body scissors chicken wing. Um, but he makes it look really good here. Like you, you'd think this was his move. Um, and you get the ref stoppage and the I, second best in Evolve history. So that's the match. Sorry. I had to, cause there's a lot more to <laughs> talk about. Um, this post match, um, a roller coaster of emotions, uh, here. I don't, I have that written down. I have a roller coaster of emotions written down. <laughs> um, Probably the best angle um, in Evolve history. Um, not a whole lot of them here in this company. Um, in Evolve history? In Evolve history, up to this point. Okay, up to this point. Okay. I assume I've never seen any other Evolve shows except one through six at okay. all times. Boy, you must really be enjoying the, the, the what they have to offer then, huh? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a hell of a wrestling product um, that Gibbs, Polsky, and Sal, um, Salerson um, have put out here to the world um but like you i think you would do a better job of describing the incident as it were um given your emotional high from the match so (laughs) give give me the breakdown here so i don't have a ton written down here but mostly homicide excuse me uh he forks him yeah mostly just just (laughs) forks the shit out of him Um, he pulls out a fork and he stabs him repeatedly with it it's, was that not okay during relaxed rules? Like, was the fork not... Was that beyond relaxed? Well, I... Um, I don't know. Okay. So I, I don't did know. not mean to poke flaws in the second best match in Evolve history. Well, I don't think he felt the need until he, after he had lost. I think if we're going to break it down into logic, I don't think Homicide wanted to have to do that. Um, he looked like he was having a great old time. Yeah. And then and then Moxley like goaded him into it. Actually, like I think the beginning of this post match is not Homicide just going for the the fork. I think Moxley like calls him a loser. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, and, and also it was a it was a ref stoppage, and Homicide was not happy about. He was pissed. Yeah, he didn't tap. Um, and Moxley just like lets him stab him in the face over and over. <laughs> yeah, essentially yelling at Homicide, "You're gonna get fined for this fucking shit." Um, you're a dumbass for doing this. I'm going to make all this fucking money because I'm a winner um, and you're a loser. And I didn't use any fucking weapons when it wasn't allowed um, in the match I did. But that was that was the match. It was relaxed rules. I can do that shit. But now over post-match, you can't fucking stab me, you fucking dummy. Um, he says it's against the rules. Yep. He says it over and over again. It's against the rules. Um, While he's getting stabbed in the face, don't do this. It's against the rules. Yeah. Um because essentially now Mox's gimmick is that fucking people are going to get fined when going against him. Um, right. And he's loving every moment of it. Um, it's weird how long this is. Oh, yeah. It's it's way too long. But, like, in a way, it's awesome still. Um, yeah. Oh, well, it's, it's clear that he did not blade off of this. No. Uh, the blood that you see is legitimately from a fork being inserted into his fucking skull. Um, and that fork's bending as it kind of, after a while, you just see it's like, oh, yeah, that's like, that's crumpling up just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's, it fully goes, uh, you know, the spoon from the Matrix. Never seen it. Okay. Are you for real? <laughs> no, I, I have. Sorry. Okay. I, I've seen that one. 
<laughs> okay. Uh, no, all joking aside, the Matrix yeah. kicks ass. Um, there's no professional wrestling. There's no like Attitude Era. Well, there is, but there's no late Attitude, attitude era. era in the Matrix <laughs> universe. Like, uh, no, it, in in the Matrix universe, it stayed the Attitude Era. Oh, shit. yeah. The, the Monday Night War is actually waged between the the humans and the machines. Um, Hell on earth. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Valley <laughs> of the Real. Um, <laughs> I hate that. Um, um, at some point, Homicide has the bloody fork, and also it should it should be noted. I think he's got a screwdriver, and he stabbed him in the balls with it. Um, <clears throat> Homicide. Was that what that was? I think. Okay. I gotta, mm. I, you you could tell me anything. I, I believe it. I had to mute while I cleared my throat again. Um, he says he's holding up the bloody bent fork, and he says, "Who want AIDS? You want AIDS?" Which I don't know. Homicide is homicide can defy. He will never be canceled. Okay. Um, the SJWs will never get to homicide. Oh boy. Um no. Uh but let me ask you something. Cause Moxley's on the mic, right? Oh, he's crushing it. Just out there killing it. Did he say the N-word? Well, hmm. Maybe I Oh man, I rewound it a bunch of times and I'm pretty sure Moxley said the N-word. <laughs> Huh. Well, there you go. I mean, we can, uh, we'll isolate that clip. We'll put it in here. I know. No? I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, I'll do it. You send me the file. I'll cut it out. We'll put it in there. I'm almost certain um, that he did that. Um, it's weird. If he did, it's really weird. If he didn't, it's still weird. Um, um, you didn't hear that then? I... Let me. Okay, maybe I think he said, mm. "Yes, I think he may have said now that you've <laughs> r- just really jogged that good old memory." Um, so maybe he didn't kill on the mic. Maybe that was uh, overselling it a bit. <laughs> I mean, with this crowd, he totally killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a this is wild. Um, I don't, I don't condone his use of that word. Um, I think it's, I think it's really strange and really drives home the fucking weirdness of this segment. Um, I don't know what Gabe is trying to do here. I don't know what, what this is. It's so Sorry, that the losses matter. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that more later. Um, but like. Sometimes I get, sometimes I can see the galaxy brain. Sometimes I'm, you know, the fifth panel. Sometimes I'm in that fifth panel with him. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. You know, the Eddie Murphy gif where he's like nodding. Yeah. It's my favorite gif. What's your favorite gif? Um, I don't, I don't have one. Oh my God. You could have just said Brad Allen falling off the top rope. (laughs) Um, That's a good one. It is up there. Um, no, this is such a strange thing. Um, I think it's a great match. Like the post match is really fun and stupid and like way too long. And then 
Maybe maybe John Moxley dropped an in bomb. Uh, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Let's go back and watch. I I we need to do a redacted on this if he didn't. But yeah, I, I'm. Hmm. We're definitely not going to include um the sound clip. The sound clip um <laughs> of the N word. Um, on the podcast to clarify <laughs> my issues with doing so. Yeah. Um, we'll verify. Um, if, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to go back to the tape okay. and see. Um, I truly can't remember now. Okay. Um, I rewound it a bunch of times. This segment is almost 33 minutes long. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I highly recommend it if you're a fan of either of these guys because this is this is it does not fit an evolve show on an evolve show. It's it's such like unfiltered raw shit. I I really I had a lot of fun here. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna do a whole lot of self loathing for saying that Mox crushed it on the mic, and now we bring it up. He may have said the n word. Um, no, you know what though? You know what? Oh, I'm not gonna. I'm so I'm not gonna justify that. But <laughs> let me wallow here, okay? Again, uh, with that crowd, he crushed it, man. Um, Adam Cole versus Ricochet. Oh, you don't want to talk about Larry Dallas? I don't. What about Larry Dallas? Um, he says he's going to start sponsoring fighters, like in addition to sponsoring drug addicts. Um, okay. As much as we joke about this guy, and we do a lot, it's pretty clear to me by this point that the Larry Dallas character, like the character as written by the genius Gabe Sapolsky, is a pimp and or drug dealer, right? For sure, for sure. Okay, so like that it. is I, what they're doing. I really do think this is um, a Sal-directed character. Um, okay, and it's him inserting himself in the show. Um, this is supposed to be Sal. Okay, I don't know enough about Sal. I've um, seen some of his matches. Okay, interesting. I don't. I, don't... I can't say I have. Oh, you... I get it. Okay, never mind. Um, different Sal. <laughs> okay, I'm confused. I don't know who Sal is. Oh, Sal's the the money man. Um, okay, behind the WWN. Um, okay, Gabe. Before Wait. that big New York money came through, um, not you know booking indie wrestling. Um, I don't know if that really is a big money generator. Um, you know, it's not huge. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Sal's over there paying for trips for China. Um, I got to research this guy because I feel I feel like I've missed out on something here. Oh. I like how Lenny tells you that Larry's paid for this um, airtime here. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that was good. That was a good bit. Um, I don't remember anything else here, though, because I didn't write I don't, any notes. So. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Sal Hamoi. Hamoi. Yeah. Right? Yep. I've seen this name. And he's like a, he's like a gangster type. He could he's be. Like an, I, he's like... I, I know just enough to be incorrect in every other facet of his life. Yeah. Okay, he's the FIP guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. And he is on Twitter. Should I tweet at him? 
yeah, ask him if he wants to come on the podcast. Uh, we should talk about that. I have not responded to uh, what's his name, Christopher Bonjour. Oh, I didn't see the full name. I saw Chris, and I was like, "Fuck you, Chris." Yeah, give me a uh, I have feet. not. I yeah, I've not responded to him, and I feel like we have to get Lenny, Lenny or nothing. Or I mean, if they want to give us uh, Jarek one twenty, I'll talk to him. Um, but yeah, I, I if you want to help me write that email, but I'm good. At, I'm good at writing emails. I can do that. Um, you, were, you were very professional when asking for Lenny Leonard. I do a great job at that at my actual job, so I would hope that I could do the same, you know, in my what I'm hoping to make my actual job eventually, which is this podcast. Right? We're gonna do it. Yeah. Go quit your job. Let's go full time. Exactly. Patreon. Pa- Patreon. There's money in it. So I, I hear those. Told. Hear those. Plenty of girls are doing doing big numbers. Yep. Yep. I can't. I can't open that page because if I do, I'll have to. I'll have to do something bad to myself. Um. Did, what else did um, Larry Dallas talk about during the segment? Anything? Oh, just you know, uh, pimps and hoes and boats and hoes. He's big. Smoking um, crack. <laughs> crack cocaine. Um, okay, do you want, can now we can move to Adam Cole versus Ricochet? No, let's skip it. Okay. Um, my first note, Gape, talk to me. Why are you doing this to me? Um, Adam Cole is back. Adam Cole is back. Um, this, this, this had, all right, this happened on the last show, right? These two wrestled each other on the show before this? Didn't they? I don't, that was, I think, Ricochet versus Kyle O'Reilly? Oh God! All of these fucking people are blending together, man. I yeah, can't. they're all the same. I, that's the thing is, none of them are actually the same. But since they're all here and they're all wrestling each other, like, and they're all currently in NXT wrestling each other. Uh, yeah, time is my flat brain. Circle. It is a fucking flat circle, and Lenny Leonard is the Yellow King. Um, I I cannot keep up with. Any continuity. So these guys, all right. So it was Ricochet versus Kyle O'Reilly, and it was Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, or J- or Jimmy Jacobs. Do you have any idea what happened in the last show? Uh, it mm, nope. Could it's, not tell you. I it um of all the wrestling I've watched, I can't think of anything less memorable than all of the Evolve shows we've watched. And we've discussed them. Yeah, How fucked up is that? Had in-depth conversations about the history of Evolve. There's no way they're going to let Lenny come on this podcast unless they don't listen to it. Which, like, they wouldn't. A good chance and, of that happening. Yeah. We got a man, I'm going to write a fucking beaut of an email, alright? Hit him with it. You can count on me for that. Yeah, I feel like... you can't count on me to make a fucking ten fifteen p.m. Uh, scheduled start time for a podcast, but you can count on me to write a good goddamn email and a song. Mm. Wait till you hear awesome. this shit. By the, end of the, by the end of going through all the Evolve catalog, we're gonna have you're gonna have several albums you can release. At least an EP, at least one single EP. At least one. That's my that's my beginning goal. Um, what were we talking about? Adam Cole versus Ricochet. Do we have? Do we have to do this? Um, no, we don't. Let's skip it. 
what I mean, all right. So what can you even say about this match? It's going to be harder and harder to find things to say about Adam Cole matches since we've already like disproved the Adam Cole is hot myth as well as the Adam Cole has a good super kick myth. Uh, what else is there? Um, like, I got nothing for Adam Cole, but are you, are you convinced that the backdrop, uh, no, the backslide driver is a um, signature move God. of Ricochet? It's fucking old hat at this point, man. I cannot believe it's the old hat driver. It fucking sucks, man. And every so the first time I saw it, I was like, damn, that's sick. Every guy takes the exact same bump. And you know why? Because they they have no control of their body. It's super fucking dangerous. Like, I don't know. I yeah. I thought it was cool once. Um when I did backyard wrestling, my friend Josh had a uh, had a move that was a backdrop or a backslide uh lung blower. Um, where he dropped to his knees and like you he cracked your back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we only did it a couple times because like the second or third time we realized that if the weight was not perfect across his back, he had his arms. Does this make sense? He's got his arms into like a backslide position. Yeah. So he doesn't have anything to catch himself with when he falls forward, and he just fucking ate shit. And he did this to me, and I wasn't good at positioning myself for this i guess and i just bumped onto his fucking the back of his head and he just went face first and he was like not gonna do that that move anymore <laughs> we're done with that one yeah so that's the that's my thoughts on the backslide driver and the backslide lung blower um i don't know man i i this is i have the least amount of notes on this um i have it says one sick moment colon um, Adam Cole counters a step up arm drag attempt with a mm-hmm. German suplex. Yep, that's my note. Yeah, yep. It looked it fucking looks good. Ricochet has a hell of a landing. It reminded me of um, you know, have you seen the Naito versus Ibushi G one match from 2017? Yeah, <laughs> I've been there. But um, I guess Naito does this move in other matches too. But he does like a German suplex from the second rope, hanging. Oh, Are you saying Naito does this? Do I have it backwards? Yeah, yeah. no, I do have it backwards. Yeah. Um, anyways, it's a good, it's a good spot. Ibushi did it to Osprey, um, and Osprey landed on his feet, and then Quentin Tarantino, um, you know, you you know about this. <laughs> uh, the finish of this sucks too. Uh, Ricochet hits a regal suplex, regalplex, um, that looks disgusting. Looks great. Um, and a, you hear a, a a girl or a woman or a, a man scream in the crowd like ah you know <laughs> like oh no adam cole the hot guy with the great super kick he just died um and then he just pops right up and then he no sells it and you don't ricochet. want them you don't want the women being afraid you know that's true that's true and that's why ricochet then hits him with a fucking hiromu for the for the win <laughs> another hiromu um which is just the name of any move that you don't recognize what a stupid match. Oh, I, I said uh, Key Crusher Variation. Okay, sure. The, uh, Fisherman's Driver? Well, kind of. Because it goes like into a fireman's carry and then... Well, not... Sure. I don't know. That's a cradle shock, so... Right. Which hmm. is what Drake Younger did off the top rope to Silas Young, if we're really yeah. going to break it down. Trickling All down. wrestling moves... Are the same. Yeah, they all they all suck. Um, yeah, 
That's why we like working punches and throwing chairs at motherfuckers. And uh, what was the other movie like? Oh, yeah, the abdominal stretch. Abdominal, abdominal stretch. Abdominal stretch. The domino stretch. The domino stretch. Good Shades pizza. Shades of Wilbur Snyder. Yeah. Pizza. No, no. They support, uh, um, fuck, what is Domino's thing? They support, like, gay conversion camps? Or maybe what? it's like. God damn it. Is there any good chain pizza joint out there? Pizza Hut. I don't pizza know. Hut's the good one. I don't know. They're, Pe- they're the woke one. I don't know. Pizza Hut laid off, like, a whole bunch of people overnight and didn't tell anybody about it. Um, oh yeah okay so, no, you just gotta you just gotta buy local then you just gotta support your local businesses yeah your local pizza shop um when the moon hits your eye sp- <laughs> that's more uh speaking of shitty business practices gave book to jimmy jacobs versus johnny gargano uh here for our viewing pleasure <laughs> how long is this match not as long as you would think um, really 15 minutes and 31 it? seconds Okay, that's 15 minutes and 31 seconds more sleep that I was able to get. Because um, I'll tell you what, having a newborn, you don't get a lot of sleep. So for you, maybe Johnny Gargano versus Jimmy Jacobs was not a thing you wanted to see. But for me, I was like, hell yeah, let's catch up. All right. And then I just, you know, I just leaned my chair back. So my boss was like, out. hey, what are you doing? And I was like, don't worry about it, boss. I have to do this. <laughs> it's for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so I can be awake for a podcast. Look, my my buddy, he's going to take a nap, but I don't have that luxury. I have children, and they are against that. I had to make dinner. I did not eat tonight. I am starving. Oh, buddy, I'm sorry. It's fine. You should order yourself a Domino's. A Domino's. Yeah. Um, Trying trying a vegan diet this month. Domino's ain't going to work. Oh, you're doing it? Um, So... Last year, um, we didn't do vegan because that's too much. But uh, me and my wife did try to do all vegetarian for February. And we decided February, like, is it February or February? <laughs> and what is this, Rue? Um, I, <laughs> I think we did um, about half before we, like, caved and literally bought just a pepperoni pizza because that's <laughs> you spoil it on. Um, but, yeah. I, I don't know if we're going to try that again. How's that going for you? So far, so good. No complaints. Um, You're halfway through the month. We're over ha- halfway through. Your wife is down, though, right? She's like, that's her. Is, so I know that's like part of what she does, but like, is that her like lifestyle as well? That is also her lifestyle, yes. That's um, badass. Not just, that. A, not just a gimmick for, for song shit, um, which I appreciate. Which too. Um. That's cool. That's cool. Are you uh, considering doing that for the rest of your life? Who fucking knows? Um, probably, probably. Um, but no more chicken tenders. No more chicken tenders. All right. Um, and I I respect it. I got I, I got a whole bunch of vegan nuggets it. in the fridge, and they're working out really. Real, they work out well. You dip them in ketchup. What the what? <laughs> Johnny Gargano versus Jimmy Jacobs. Do you dip chicken in ketchup, Bucky? Yeah, you can. You can dip. Uh, I mean, it's not the. You can. Like the number, you shouldn't. It's not like numero uno of fucking dipping sauces, but like if you're getting chicken nuggets and you're in a pinch, you can dip that shit in ketchup. Okay, you so Money Leonard acknowledges that Johnny Gargano um, has essentially been using homophobic slurs against Jimmy Jacobs. Um, 
an issue between these two guys going back to Evolve 1, a game of one-upsmanship since the very moment Evolve began. Johnny Gargano making inferences to Jimmy Jacobs' potential homosexuality. I had it written down. Um, Lenny Leonard. Um, he just laying all the cards out on the table. It's just like, this is the kind of storytelling that Evolve's about. Um, this is supposed to be a grudge match. I think technically, um, you know what this does, this is building on a thing. Like, I think this is, it, this sucks ass. This is the worst. I don't, this isn't the worst match in the show. I think Bobby fish and Kyle O'Reilly is, but, um, this, uh, girl, you earned it. You know, you're worth it. Um, no, this is fucking terrible. Um, but it is, I guess the payoff to something. So, following through on a thing i respect that i guess man it sucks yeah it's bad um you're right there yeah i was taking a big old yawn for this one uh i was taking a big old shit shit that's from the wire (laughs) season three yeah well you know every season every season they talk about it yeah clay davis he says she um okay so, there are some there. There's a lot of bullshit there in this match. Um, I don't know how you want to go through this. Do you want to break it down match moment by moment? Um, um or do you want? To I think <laughs> talk about as little as possible. We can do a little bit. I think it's really interesting to 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 see. Um, this well, this match is like I think it's the first time I've ever seen dueling. Uh, skin the cat. Oh spots. hell yeah! <laughs> yep. Which is so stupid. Um, I I'm okay with it because um, Gargano does it, skins it, you know, lickety split. That's that's uh-huh. a raw cat. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> Jimmy goes for it, not so not so hot. Gargano drop kicks him out of it. Right, he left some fur on like the 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 paws. Yeah, that thing's patchy still. Hey, mm, uh-huh. That's you're gonna have to go back through. Go to round two. Um, so that was at least something. Like, it wasn't just both guys doing it. Um, <laughs> two, like, just two guys doing it. Just two guys fucking skinning cats. Just Jimmy meow. Jacobs' potential homosexuality. Um, he said potential homosexuality. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe he's gay. What's the big deal? Which, <laughs> like, Winnie? Winnie. Lenny? Our woke bay. Um... <laughs> I, I respect you, uh, but you know, what if he wasn't ready to be to be outed like that potentially? Um, um, and there is a there is such a funny spot that's like right after this. You, do you know what I'm talking about? Is it the plancha? Um, no, so no, it's not a plancha. Um, okay, I think it's before that. Well, no, that um, would have been immediately after that. But so this is something is different. It, does Jimmy rack his nuts? Oh god, that that's next up on my list after the missed plancha by Gaga right now. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh let's talk about the missed plancha. Is there anything to that besides There's nothing just other like than shit? other than Gargano like does like a dropkick that looks pretty good and the, the bump that Jimmy takes from the skin the cat looks alright. Uh, yeah. and then immediately fuck that shit. Uh Jimmy's gonna still be on offense because Gargano missed a plancha. Um so it's like, you know what? At least give Gargano a minute. Um hmm. Give him some shine here, but no thanks. Um, but yes, nut shot. Tell me about it. I love it. So 
Gargano's on the apron, right? Yeah. Okay. And Jimmy is on the inside of the ring, and he grabs the ropes. Like, he's going to do, like, a vaulting over into, like, a double stomp, maybe, or just a stomp. That's what it looks like, right? Yeah. And land on top of Gargano, who is on the apron. But Jimmy does not go over the ropes. He goes half over the ropes and just nuts, (laughs) dick, all of it. The, The butthole probably made some contact with that fucking cable and just nailed it and he's just and you hear like some crowd being like whoa i don't know is that planned uh, like you can hear like rumbling like, i don't know <laughs> and then he like he just tries to play it cool and gets back off and then the next like four moves that jimmy does are like the stiffest stomps you've ever seen um because he's trying so hard to make you forget about that time 10 seconds ago when he landed on his balls <laughs> and then there's a really good spot that like follows that where he tries an elbow drop on the apron and fucking johnny moves and he hits so hard like it's his good. armpit his lymph nodes just nailed it man people never talk about uh, a good lymph nodes bump but it happened here um but it was it was clearly like the intensity that came out of Jimmy at this point was because he was so embarrassed that he got hit in the balls, that he hit himself in the balls, that he was trying to make people forget it. And I didn't forget it. No it's one's going to forget that. That's like all I have written down. <laughs> he no shall the best nut shot um, in Evolve history uh, at yeah. this point. You know what? There's a really good nut shot in five um, The where uh, Cloudy pulls – I don't know if it was Flip or Lewis – down onto the there's some good nutshots. I thought that was right? Cheech that did that. Oh, it was Cheech, you're right. Because then he does okay. the post match promo where he tells him that was the plan the whole time to right. uh get him up on the top, flip on the top, and right. uh him. he'd go up there. His name is Flip. He's gonna do that shit. He can't yeah. control himself. Cheech, best heel and evolved. Oh yeah. Um no, uh that was that was amazing. Um there is that falls right that right after that is a really fucking good dive into the crowd over the over the rail I guess, um just I think it's a standard Tope Suicida or a daredevil dive if you're a Matt Striker, um that just knocks out three rows of chairs and then like some creative young fella is like I'm not gonna chant holy shit I'm gonna chant holy fuck, and Ooh. he gets like th- three of his friends to join which is really weird um that's good it's probably probably Come out of yeah. Probably the guy in the, the Grand Naniwa mask. Um, do you think they serve booze at these shows? Um, yeah, probably. This one, uh, this one didn't feel very boozy to me. Um, but like light beer, you know? <laughs> Just some, like, yeah, I drank a, uh, a like a regular-ass Corona, which I'm not a fan of. Uh, but I drink a a, a regular-ass Corona at, uh, at Evolve 80-something. It's the show with Riddle versus Kyle O'Reilly. Um. I zoned out so hard in certain spots of this. Uh, um, I thought you were confused because <clears throat> I wrote immediately after that bump, um, a shitty jive happened. So I was like, whoa, what's going on? And then you got there. Um, with the oh, you didn't dive. think it was good? Well, because Johnny Argano is the one that follows it up first. and It's a, it's a bad dive because um, okay. Johnny does not have a good dive. But Jacob does the dive over the guardrail into the crowd, and it's fucking insane. Um, yeah. That's the good one. So I was I was just misplaced. Um, hmm. So Gargano tries to work um, a vicious and methodical uh, workover in this match um, with some really, you know how you talk about good working punches. Um, mm-hmm. 
Johnny does not have those. He does not possess no. that ability. No, 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 definitely not. Um, he, he's his striking in general is very poor, even to this day. Yeah, he's never mastered it. Never gotten good at it. Um, it's impressive to a degree. Um, how bad it is. How bad it is. Um, <laughs> how he's gotten this far with love it. Uh, a bad strikes all around. Um. So there, there's a moment in this where they they both get on uh, top turnbuckles, yep, and they hang off the rafters for no reason. They were just like, "All right, I'm gonna, yeah, yeah, yes." Like it's so stupid. It's like they're in an Ultimate X match. If you want to, if you try to make sure that people listening to this who haven't watched the show, which by the way, it is up. Um, I put it on VK. It's under Gabe the Genius Six. It's on my page. It'll get taken down because Gabe is a genius. He is aware of VK, but if you don't name the shows Evolve, he doesn't know what to look for. He doesn't know he's, he doesn't know he's a genius. That's the thing. Um, it's like an ultimate. I just I, I'm, did that come through? Did you hear me belch? No, I heard something, but like I wouldn't have, I would not have classified that as a belch or a burp. I try really hard, man. I try really hard. Um, no, they're hanging from the the rafters like it's the ultimate axe. You familiar with the ultimate axe? Um, I've seen a couple. It's the ultimate extreme style match. It's fantastic. Um, it's two guys hanging off of a thing. In a way, this is almost the reverse um, Ultimate X. Yeah. Because the rope uh, is below them. Right. And this sucks ass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ultimate X matches, I don't care what anybody says. That's like one of the funniest, best gimmicks. It's like the culmination of dumb ladder match spots. But you've removed the ladder and it's just hanging off of the thing. Fucking love Ultimate X matches. Um, I, I, I kept zoning out of this, but then they they did that, and I was like, oh, I woke up for a minute. Oh, uh, actually, uh, I should take it back. Um, Johnny, actually, might have the best uh, nut shot of the match. Um, okay, I don't remember this. Because when, they, when they kick each other while they're hanging from uh, the piping, mm-hmm. um, Johnny lands full force on that match. Oh, and it's, that is a good bump. That's That's healthy. Yeah, you see the Shawn Michaels influence coming through even early on in his career. Um, even before he became Shawn Michaels and did the I love you, I'm sorry spot with Ric Flair, except it's just that times a thousand with Tommaso Ciampa. Um, yeah, no, I, I I missed like huge parts of this. And not because I was busy, just because I was looking away because I could not look at the screen. Um do you have anything on this, or can we get to the finish? Um, I have stuff, but it's most of that, oh, this is bad, why is this happening? Um, mm-hmm. Was Ricochet versus Adam Cole better than this? Um, yes. Okay. I think so. Um, that had that German suplex. <laughs> um, where, where do you start the finish? Um, it's just like... Uh, I, I just the last spot. Okay. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy goes for a contra code, and it's just like a really slick roll up um, that that blocks it and reverses it into a, a, a quick finish. Um, I like I liked the way it looked. I think it would have been a nice gif. I think uh, Total Divas Eps would have uh, made a gif of that and probably got I don't know five point six thousand retweets on this shit. Five point six retweets. Five. Well, hmm. 
That's what five point Jacobs was trying to get Garner deserves. Okay. Uh, unfortunately. Well, no, fortunately. Fortunately. Um, uh, fortunately. I was there was another spot before this actually that I wanted to mention just because um, I thought it was a neat um, where Gargano looks to uh, <clears throat> rip uh, Jimmy Jacobs down from the top rope by like grabbing his feet um, and pull him pull him down. Um, but Jimmy Shades of Lenny holds that beam uh, above the turnbuckle, um, so he goes nowhere. Um, and just you know, oh, I'm gonna hang here for a second, and then he grabs a guillotine. Um, right, right. No, that like, was cool. Hey, that was I love a good a good piping spot. Um, <laughs> love to lay some pipe, <laughs> uh, Jimmy. In that's sort of been a consistent thing on some of these shows is that Jimmy. Uh, working like shoehorning spots into like landing into his uh, his uh, front face lock choke um, has been pretty good. It seems like I you know I would buy that as a legitimate finisher because it seems like it's a move that he's always going for, which is like but it's not a finish, right? But it's a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, wrestling logic. You know, you go for you go for the move that's most likely to get you the 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 win, right? That's the idea of wrestling. the The concept of a finishing move is really stupid, in theory, unless you break it down in the right theory, which is that this is a move that's hard for me to execute unless I hit a lot of other moves on the guy first. But I'm still going to go for it because you never know. I might hit it, and that's why the front face lock. Uh, the you know the neck hold whatever the the thing that he does um, would be a good finish and uh, and it, it's an effective finish but it's not his finish so are, it's not are you some sort of snob where you will not call it a guillotine? Um, no, no, no. I just I, I for some reason you don't think it is. It is that a guillotine hmm. choke? I say guillotine, uh, but I'm from Texas where they say things properly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I. I, I guess in my head it's just not that um, front okay. face lock, you know. Uh, huh. What do they call it when Akiyama does it? Uh, it's like a front neck lock. I'm pretty sure is what they what the like all Japan commentators call it. Um, in my head, it's not that. That's, okay, that's all it is. Um, but yeah, it's not as finished. Doesn't matter. Contra code. Yeah, not Contra code doesn't hit though. No, it's a cool finish. I, again, total divas apps. Would get five point six retweets on it. Um, I just felt <laughs> deflating after that whole. This is a match that has a lot more neat moments than it does like make a good match. Because um, like, hey, they, look at that dumb shit. That's that's okay. Um, I like the the spots with the rafters. I keep calling yeah. rafters the piping. Have you seen? I prefer um, calling it piping. That's right, baby. Um, have you seen? Chris Hero versus CM Punk, the tables and ladders match from the IWA anniversary show or something? No. Okay. It's a 50-minute match. Um, it's like an epic. It's, it's you know, well before their 93-minute match. Um, but that, I, I don't know, was it Charleston, Indiana? Was it Clarksville, Indiana? I forget. That place was, uh, that building had a, a, a weird thing like that they could reach and sort of hang off of um and in my head it's hero and punk going at it and like one of them's hanging off and the other you know proto ultimate x stuff and that's kind of what this reminds me of when i when i see two guys do a spot like that i i get 
a little nostalgic for that like 2001 2002 era IW itself um, but this is not that because yeah. that fucking rules and is scuzzy in the right way and this is scuzzy in just the most boring way um, do you want to talk about the post match yeah Larry Dallas baby <laughs> Larry Dallas back at it um, <laughs> it's so funny so he, he I'm a little cannot... I think I was a little confused entering this because um, he hugs one lady and then comes to the ring with the other. Um, Side bitch, main bitch. Okay, got it. Understood. Now, I, now I'm there. Never mind. Okay, carry on. Mm. Um, Jimmy Jacobs says no one knows who Larry Dallas is. Yeah, finally, like, holding up a mirror to the shit that we... Because <laughs> nobody has said his name until <laughs> yeah. the show. Um, like, if you're watching these DVDs, you have no idea who this is. Like, you would hear the name Larry. I think, right? right? Like, I he, think, they've said that, right? And I think they said Sean, too, but I don't know who Sean Davis is unless you told me. And thank God you did, because I was just going to say the fat guy in FUBU <laughs> who unfortunately <laughs> passed away due to an overdose. Um, there's a moment in this that you kind of skipped over, which is where Larry gets in the ring and Johnny runs at him and, like, leaps up into oh, the yeah. air. And Larry tries to catch him for, like, a celebratory, like, you did it. You're the best around. Um, and Larry just falls backwards. <laughs> like, he cannot hold him because Larry Dallas uh, looks like a big man, looks like a tall, probably, like, muscular dude. And he's on a lot of cocaine, so you'd think he'd be able to lift the weight of Johnny Gargano. But he just fucking drops him. He basically gives him the snake eyes onto the second turnbuckle. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Um. That's good. Um, I do appreciate Jimmy Jacobs shooting, um, really taking the piss out of the the Evolve's A list lounge. Yeah. Um, letting letting Gabe know, hey, that 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 shit's not looking good. Yeah, yeah, fix that up. Um, if we're buying Larry as this goddamn uh, rich man, <laughs> uh. He says that Jim, Larry does not belong in the ring or evolve at all. Probably accurate, um, except for all the drug use uh, in Evolve, which he fits right in with. Um, so you were able to understand some of this, because I couldn't understand hardly a word of this promo. No, I get it all. I got it all. Um, Jimmy also says Johnny does not belong in the main event, um, which records dictate that he should be there, but also... <laughs> um, we're about to get to a main event and featuring um, some of that just lost their first match in Evolve, um, as well as some of that has never had a match in Evolve. So, you know what? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Fucking genius. Uh, um, so, while I couldn't understand a word of the promo, I did really enjoy when the crowd started chanting, You are gay! You are gay! <laughs> Which I did is, not hear this. You didn't hear them chanting, You are gay? Nope. All right, we need to go back and hear when they said uh, "you are gay," and then when uh, John Moxley said the N word, and uh, and then there's a spot where uh, uh, Jimmy grabs—is it Rebby Sky or is the other one? I don't know what Rebby is. It. Rebby I don't Sky? think either one of those people are Rebby Sky. Then who's Rebby Sky? Um, Bully Ray's um, girlfriend. Who's Matt Hardy's wife? Oh, that's Rebby Sky. Wait. Oh, wait. Is her name not no, Rebby Sky? That's think, Velvet Sky. Yeah. I was thinking Velvet. You had it right. Rebby Sky. Sure. Are there two Skies? Well, ah. Uh, what was this fucking bullshit Rebby Sky? 
Um, you are gay. You are gay. I can't believe you didn't hear that. Nope. Okay, so this... So we're saying that this was Rebby... Sorry, yes, you're correct. I had Velvet Sky mixed up with Rebby Sky. Um, yeah. So this may have Velvet been... Velvet Sky kicks ass. I like, I like Velvet Sky a lot. I think she's, like, underrated in the ring. Same with Angelina Love. I enjoy them. Um, okay. Just, you know, there's a hot take for the uh, TNA Knockouts division for you. Um, but it's classic, taking it back to 1999. Jimmy Jacobs grabs one of these women. I'm sorry, I don't know which one it was. And spanks her, man. Just gives her a big old spanking. Like, uh, just like it was a... Uh, WWF Smackdown from 1999. Uh, I loved it. I love I love it when we take it back. Um, yeah, right before this, Jimmy also says that um, Rebby Sky, now that we know who this is, um, should be on the DD list. Oh, yeah. So, but her boobs are like a C. So. Yeah, like they're not... Come on, Jimmy. Yeah. You know. Also, can we go ahead and just say... Uh, Double D is not big anymore. Come on, ladies. <laughs> Come on, ladies. Uh, put the put the onus on them. Uh, improve that, okay? Um, step it up a little bit. <laughs> what? I said step it up a little bit. <laughs> uh, I did. I just appreciate that he did not say double D. He did DD. Um, yeah. Then the spanking. Um, That's the scientific way to say it. <laughs> is that what they say in the bra factor? You think when they're yeah, the, you ever see the uh, the episode of Seinfeld with uh, where where uh, George's dad is like he's talking about the bras he used to be a bra salesman, yep. which is not a thing. No such thing as a bra salesman. <laughs> you got the two cups in the front, strap in the back. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you got the A, the B, the C, and the D. That's the biggest. That's the, that's where it ends. Yeah. Okay. Oh, boy. Next up. Moxley in the back, breaking his fingers with a wrench. Oh, yeah. The self-flagellation? Uh, Is that the word? What? Did you ever see uh, Main Street? Did you say Pimp Street? No, I said... <laughs> I did not. I said, did you ever see Mean Streets? The the first well, it's not the first Scorsese movie, but it's like the first Scorsese gangster movie. No, I'm not. I don't know if I've seen any Scorsese gangster movie. You've seen Goodfellas. We talked about okay, it. Okay, yeah. Never mind. We're back. I'm back on the same page. Back in. One dog looks this way. The other dog's looking this way. This guy's like, "Hey, what do you want from me?" No. Uh, Harvey Keitel in Mean Streets. He like holds his like hand over fire because he's a Catholic guy who hates himself. Like when you say the flagellation thingy, um, I always. <laughs> think of whipping you know that's all i think of though yeah there's I think other the ways literal, to do it okay i think the literal term flagellation is whips but i think it's also just used as a metaphorical as, as so far as self-flagellation it's it's just a thing you do to um to Painful cleanse pens. yourself yes and cleanse yourself of your sins it's some deep psychological shit um which is you know this is a Man, we got real dark on this show. Uh, Moxley is doing this. We'll get to some more dark stuff here in just a second. Um, yeah, this is intense stuff. Because um, he's he's like hurting himself further. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know what. 
I don't know what is going on here. Um, it, essentially, it sounds like he's saying that he wants to prove that he still feels. Um, yeah. Which is interesting. Um, Clinical depression. Also happy that he got his first win. So just yeah. a lot but it's of... Not enough. it's not enough for him. Not yeah. enough. Gabe, uh, I'm telling stories here. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. We make it. movies. Um, pushing the, the barriers, um, making um, mental um, illness, like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's bringing awareness, bringing which awareness. is important. Gabe, not a genius, but uh, has a good soul. Woke AF. Yes. Chuck Taylor versus Austin Aries. Wait, 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 wait. Sorry. There was more? Thing? Oh, I, I, all right. So this is where my, my notes ended, and I had to pick them up on my phone. I had I, I, Scrolling up, Austin Aries versus Chuck Taylor. You're right, you're right. Um, Let's get this over with. The most meaningless uh, main event in involved history. Yeah. Um, it's the second Chuck Taylor main event, and it's, it's, it's worse. Um, I mean, Cesaro way better than Austin Aries, but man. How, all right, first of all, <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> oh uh you go you go first i'm gonna uh i originally thought this match was kind of fine um because there's a lot of austin aries just owning chuck taylor in every which way um mm-hmm. but oh if you look at the evolve uh the evolve six cage match um results you'll see this match lasts a 22 minutes and 17 seconds um Whoa. and that part that i enjoyed um i think maybe five minutes so mm-hmm. um they just keep going um, and it no longer is this match where Austin Aries is, um, just better than Chuck at everything, um, t- from striking to counters to whatever the fuck. Um, but that's a lot more even and, you know, guess what? Chuck Taylor, not a fun guy to watch go even. Huh. Um, and the whole match, yeah. the premise of the match is that, um, Austin Aries doesn't think Chuck takes this seriously enough. And then Lane tells you how Chuck was a poor college kid and I don't understand anything. Um, something about he can't say that anymore because he's with Larry Dallas, who's a rich man. Um, Lenny, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird story. Um, chastising him for not going to the gym enough, I guess, is like a thing that Aries does. Um, and then, yeah, they kind of Lenny. Lenny goes on his clearly scripted spiel about um, about Chuck's background and, and his like general ethos of training. And I guess they're running a story of Chuck just like being a natural talent who doesn't, I guess, need to focus or give any real effort to be successful because he has been successful up to this point. Is he four now? No, uh, he is three and one. Okay. May four and one. Right. Well, obviously the first match didn't count. Um, how big is Austin Aries at this point that he can come in and just main event for no reason? Because that I, – I was like trying to think 2010 Austin Aries. Where has he even been recently? What is he doing at this stage in his career? Uh, I think he's just coming off Ring of Honor. So he had a long run in Ring of Honor then because he won the title in like 05. Wait, when, is, when does this match take, take this place? This is December of 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So his last um... – Ring of Honor match uh, is October okay. of 2010. So, so he was just like a middling nothing in like shitty post-Gabe ROH? Weird. What do you mean he was a shitty nothing? I'm very I mean, I don't flustered. 
Um, was he was he like a main event guy? Did he get a second title run? What what was he doing? Yeah, he, he was the champion up until April of 2010. I believe. Oh no shit! Okay. No, never mind. That was Tyler Black. There's a lot going on here. I'm having a hard time following results. Uh, he lost the title in February of 2010 to Tyler Black, um, but he was consistently like in the title picture for a good chunk of time. Um, okay. Then he feuded with Delirious. I did not know that he had a second title run. I was not. I've never watched that period of Ring of Honor really. Um, I remember he beat he beat Joe for the title in '04 or whatever. Like that was a big fucking deal. I remember that. I was on the internet and I was on. I was I was on that Ring of Honor forum with the ROH bots that you've heard so many stories about. Um, and they were pissed that Austin Aries was the guy that took the belt off of Samoa Joe. Um, I didn't know he had a second run. That's huh. weird. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Um, yeah, I don't. I, that fucking, that period of, st- I was not, first of all, I was not watching wrestling in this period. I had stopped watching wrestling in like, oh, six or oh, seven. Um, got really into doing drugs. Um, okay. Did stand-up comedy briefly. I like did some like one night or uh, uh, open mic, like just bullshit, just going around Texas. It was the worst period of my life. I uh, got into the most toxic relationship of my life. I uh, was homeless and, yeah, horrible, horrible time. And then once I got grounded again, uh, found a job, got an apartment, got the internet again. In a, about 2010, about this time period, I uh, I started watching wrestling again. It was really good for me. Yeah, I was really but, confused by your word "grounded" there. Um, but I got it. I picked up. Yeah, no, it's grounded. You know. You, it's it means you've like found some sort of center in your life, which for me it was just having a place to live. <laughs> um, but no, I I got into wrestling again, and I missed all of this period. I've gone back and watched some like Nigel versus Daniel Bryan shit or whatever. Bryan Danielson, sorry, I did it again. Um, but yeah, I don't think I missed all that much. <laughs> of uh, it seems like a really shitty period of indie wrestling. Um, it's so- fine. This is my okay. youth. Don't attack okay. it. This is my no, this fine. is my peak of fandom. Hey man, my youth is fucking uh the Messiah facing uh Adam Flash or whatever <laughs> fucking random 2002 CZW shows, so no no judgment. Um I don't I don't like Austin Aries. I don't think he's very good. I, Austin Aries is good. I can, I'm going to attest to Austin Aries being a good professional wrestler. Okay. That's, that's all fine. I got for you. That's all. I think so you know the old Jim Ross talking point of no wasted motion. Yes. I think Austin Aries um, is all about that wasted motion. Um, I think he's from a very specific era of Midwest indie workers, um, a lot of whom came through IWA Mid-South in like 04, 05 and earlier. Alex Shelley, Eric Cannon, um, they all do this shit where they like take four extra steps to do the most basic shit for the sake of coolness, like perceived coolness. And I'm all about being cool in wrestling. Like Onita's cool, you know, uh, but none of this is cool. It's just goofy. Um, um, I like Austin Aries. When you say that, I don't, I agree, but at the same time, I view it more as exaggeration of motion, more so than wasted motion. Well, how uh, is things? Well, when you say, when I think of exaggerated, I feel like it just feels bigger. Like all those little things feel blown up, um, which I can appreciate versus just like 
motion that never feels like it's getting to a goal. I think Austin stuff always gets to a goal. Um, it's just a bigger way of doing it. Um, okay. I mean, I no, I can I can appreciate that. Um, I think I think the Jim Ross talking point, which is like in my head, what what this what what I meant by that was that um, every every single uh, every single movement is contributing towards the like the most like basic of uh, of result. Um, there's no big about it. There's only doing it and doing it to do it and not because you have to make a show of it. Um, I do think that he's very crisp, um, you know, but like he does his like his little elbow thing where he does like the fucking uh, the what the conductor of an orchestra bit. And then he does a, a magic elbow, shining elbow type thing. Um, it always looks like it hits hard. It's, it's a good elbow drop. He's got a lot of oomph to it, but it looks stupid, man. <laughs> looks fucking dumb. What's he doing? If if a motherfucker is standing, so let's pretend wrestling is real. Let's pretend wrestling is a real fight. If a dude is hits me with an elbow drop, like first of all, that's stupid. That's not that's wasted motion. Just get down and elbow me in the face. But if you're doing an elbow drop, do the elbow drop, right? If a guy's standing next to me and just starts dancing, I'm gonna fucking grab that guy by the nuts and rip his fucking dick off. Like this is the culmination of the people's elbow, which is, I, I mean, and look that not to go all, I respect the business and uh, wrestling is art and it shouldn't be, you know, funny or ironic, but that's one of the dumbest fucking moves in the history of wrestling. Like I fucking hate the people's elbow. I always fucking hated it as a kid. I still don't care for it now because it kills the pacing of a match. Um, takes me out of it. You know, I think, I think that move is the same thing as that. I think it looks like shit. Even though it's a good elbow drop, it's not necessary. Hit the elbow drop. Hit the fucking elbow drop. Hit the fucking elbow drop. It looks good. When you hit the elbow drop, it looks good. That shit you do it while you you do while you stand there and you fucking dance. It doesn't look good. I mean, it looks good as a dance. And what is this but a violent dance? Okay, so clearly I'm wrong. I just talked myself. I worked you myself. Got, in- you figured it out. The violent dance. Connected the dots. If that guy's right, then I'm fucking wrong. But that guy's (laughs) wrong, and I'm fucking right. Um, Anyways, they gave him a real nice golf clap after he did his fancy elbow. And I was like, ha, that's stupid. This match fucking sucked. Um, (laughs) I mean, Austin Aries had uh, the work or at least provided character to a match that... I wasn't used to seeing it evolve. Um, but then as soon as they kind of abandoned that and Austin Aries was no longer this um, veteran coming from what we're going to call Ramon in the big leagues um, in comparison to the fucking evolve. Um, this mission was bad. Um, pointless garbage. Um, I got nothing else. Um, there's a super soul food in this match that um, Chuck Taylor did not hit at all. Um, but Aries I missed made a that. Um, so, did they both come off the top, or did Chuck hit it like while flying from the top? Aries was on the ground. Uh, off both, both of them. 
Man, I didn't even notice. It must have looked like shit. Oh, it was terrible. Um, Because, like, I'm pretty positive Chuck's foot was, like, three feet past uh, Austin Aries' shoulder. Nice. Um, Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, Hit Netflix series. So. (laughs) Shit, man. (laughs) You've seen all those episodes, haven't you? No. No. Uh, Do you guys like the Great British Baking Show? We've seen several seasons, but not all of them. It's good. It's a good show. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, this sucked, man. This sucked. <laughs> this sucked. Um, um, Aries does not feel like a... All right, so let's let's talk about um, like the idea of Aries. Aries comes in. To me, he didn't feel like a big-time talent, but I also didn't know where he came from. Did he feel like a big-time talent to you coming in here? I felt like he worked like a big-time talent. Um, okay. Sure. But did not – in his defense, he was fucking wrestling Chuck Taylor. Um, okay. But how many Chuck people Taylor is three and one. Chuck Taylor is positioned as a top – one of the top stars of Evolve. Is, am I wrong? I don't know. He wrestled fucking Mike Quackenbush in the second match of the card. Yeah, and lost. Yeah, and that's lost. very strange. That was just the last show, wasn't it? Just the last show. So, like, it's hard well, to come off that and – be the main event um, and feel like a big deal. But also, I think he gave his top three Evolve wins leader right now will be Chuck Taylor, um, John Gargano, and Jim Jacobs. Okay. Um, those are the kind of guys who are getting wins. Um, right. I'm not going to feel any sort of uh, warmth in my soul uh, for <laughs> any main event match featuring that talent. Um, I think I'm fa- facing goddamn Brock Lesnar. Um, and that'll feel like shindy shit. Well, I just I I I think does all, all right. I know we we go spoiler free. Does Austin Aries do a lot more and evolve? He definitely has another match, another. Um, but he doesn't. He's not positioned as a high end like star. He's not like one of the one of the continuous top stars, focus of the company guys, right? He will not be a long lasting presence in Evolve. Okay, so this follows along what happened in what Evolve Four. Now, not to say that Bobby Fish has been a successful talent, but he's been a talent that's had focus on him. Um, it looks like they've been planning something, and it looks like maybe they're going to pull the trigger on that now. Um, here at maybe at Evolve Seven, probably not, but it looks like it could happen. Um, but they fed him to a guy who came in for two matches, Brian Danielson, <laughs> um, and here we are. Chuck Taylor, also a person who's been positioned as a guy with an ongoing story, someone that Gabe clearly has focus on and clearly wants to capital M make for the future you know like that's this is one of his fucking guys this is a gabe guy um at least in this era and uh he feeds him to a guy who is coming in off of a hot run why why what is he like what is the point you can only ask the genius those kind of questions there's always a fucking goal you know, right. like he he knows better than us. He knows like why he needs to tell the story this way. Um, I don't get it. But I you have know. his email address, so I do. Ask I do. him. I'll hit him up. I evolve six 
why did you put Austin Aries over Chuck Taylor? Yeah. We all love Chuck Taylor here. We all big fans. Yeah. We love his uh transphobia. We love the awful waffle. Um he's got awful hair and we love that about him. Um why it turns why me did, on. Yeah. Um no, fuck terrible. Terrible match, terrible show. Uh yeah. <clears throat> Battle There's round. show stuff, right? You want to talk about the post show? Let's talk about the post show. Um, homicide. <laughs> Your friend of mine tells Adam Cole that his shoulder hurts, um, and asks if he wants to hold the fork covered in Max's blood. Um, then Drake Younger walks onto the scene with <laughs> bandana, and uh, says if Homicide wants to hit the town. Um, Homicide can show him the the spots to hit. Um, as NYC baby, Drake's not from here. Um, the homic- big city baby. Homicide, being the good person that he is, suggests bringing um, white meat babyface and Cole with them. Um, yeah. And Drake just says, "Nah, he's good." Um, then they both leave the scene. Adam Cole says, "I don't know if I belong here." <laughs> what? Hate. Man, so yeah, Homicide is like a nice dude, is so like cool and genuine. I feel like that's exactly what he'd be like. I didn't get any sense from Drake Younger that he was disinviting Adam Cole here. Um, it did feel like he was just like, no, he's not going to want to come because he is having an existential crisis, <laughs> which was confirmed immediately by what he said. Um, I don't know if I belong here. Um, I'm a creep. <laughs> You know the song? I I've sung it in a rock band before. Yeah, I've you know what I I think I did that too actually. Um, cool. Wait, in a rock band? No. Or on in the game? In the video game? Yeah. Uh, okay. Published by Activision. Rock band. In a fucking. You were in a. <laughs> what? <laughs> you were in a Radiohead cover band. <laughs> um, you know, Kid what A. What plot twist this would be? Kid A had a five star match with Zack Sabre Jr. I don't know if you know that. So. Kid A. Kid Ah, yeah. Kid Ah. Um, yeah, this is nice. I don't know. This is weird. I, I, I like I like these guys. I like Homicide. And I like Drake Younger. I think Drake Younger uh, Drake Younger is like just a charming guy to watch, you know? Um, I would – I hope he sticks around. I don't know how long he sticks around for, but I really enjoy him. Um, uh, like, who are you referring to? Drake Younger? You're hoping Drake he sticks Younger. around? Yeah. Um, I can look that up. But eh, don't don't let's keep it. I don't I don't expect homicide to because homicide never really stays in one place very long. Um, uh, this is a good note though um, to spoil that uh, this will be Adam Cole's last appearance for Evolve until um, he wrestles Walter. Really? I believe this is that's accurate information that I'm feeding you. Oh man, this is the best news I've gotten all day. <laughs> um, yeah, I assumed he was on all of these shows. Nope. No, he goes to Ring of Honor then. Well, I think he's been in Ring of Honor this whole time. Um, okay, but yeah. I don't know what the talent sharing is like with these people. Um, this is where it kind of I think ends, more okay. or less, maybe. Um, but I would have to go check on fucking Kyle. But I hope uh, he dies. Wow, bold move, bold move. He's um, so bad. 
He's the worst wrestler on these shows. I'm not going to disagree. Holy shit, he sucks so much. Yeah, I know. I, I, I'm not going to look it up, but I think this is probably Kyle's last show, too. Um, tag team? I don't, Future I don't hope he dies. I don't hope he dies. I just don't want to say I don't hope he dies. What if he got killed by cops, though? Oh, man, what if he got killed by... Man, yes. All right, I'm back in. What a, what a pull. Um, okay, next next segment. Um, God. Gargano. This He's, is it here. This is do you want to break it down for me? Because I'll, I'll just set it up. Gargano says, hey, Larry, I'll be right out. Take it. <laughs> um, so Silas Young comes in and talks about how on the first Evolve show, and I might not have the details of all this right, but on the first Evolve show, Johnny Gargano said, hey, what's one drink going to be? You know, that's no big deal, right? And so Silas, who has not appeared on any of these shows since then, apparently had that one drink and then had another drink and had a history with alcohol abuse, uh, severe alcohol addiction. And uh, Johnny Gargano sent him into a downward spiral that left him and it's been nine months or something now and uh and he talks about his family he talks about like not being able to go home to maybe his kid or something i forget all the details but it's fucking dark uh johnny gargano uh looking at his hands and you know convincing a man to relapse (laughs) um this is the darkest shit i've seen on a wrestling show in a while it's crazy um yeah and I don't really know where they leave it. Do you know how this wraps up? Like in the future? Or... Uh, no, the the end of the segment. How does this end? Um, no, I got nothing for you. Don't know how this officially ends. Other than Silas essentially just like bald, uh, leaving the room, storming off, okay. being like, "Yep, we're we're gonna fight, and I'm going to just murder you." See, but that's not good for your recovery, right? It's not necessarily good to go after the person that caused you to relapse. You just need to separate yourself from them as much as possible. Does it seem like Silas is interested in recovering at the moment? Uh, well, you know, I it's tough to say because he talks about the benders that he's been on, clean for a couple days, back in it for a week, you know. Um, but I, you know, it's hard. It, it's it's not like it's not a thing that you can just go and and have that full you know, overhaul in your mindset. Um, it's time for me to change things. Um, it's something that's either going to happen to you gradually, or it's going to happen like really, it's going to have a thing that happens and pushes you into it and you have to go all the way. Um, I, I think it's, I think it's important to, to think about Silas Young as like a, you know, I mean, he's a tragic figure to be honest. Like this guy is, if there is a tragic figure besides Brad Allen in Evolve, it's Silas Young. Um, I, I I think the most important thing for him would be to he needs to sign with Ring of Honor and get away from the people who put him back into the the scene. Um, it's it's intense stuff, man. Uh, it's it's intense and it's offensive. And uh, Johnny has the mind of a child, as established. Um, which is coded language for he's got a mental illness. Um, Silas Young, man, that's this is intense stuff. Yeah, they definitely kick it up uh, several notches uh, for a show that is actively bad. Um, 
almost the entire time you experience it. Um, and inconsequential. And inconsequential. It feels um, like if you remove the show from the Evolve canon, no one would know. Yeah, this is filler. Someone, it totally is. You would be confused by some records changing on Evolve 7. But in the grand scheme... If you're paying attention. <laughs> who's, who, who could give a shit? Um, yeah, they just dropped this fucking post-credit bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's intense, man. Uh, um, I wonder if they follow up on it, though. Um, just, like, addressing this on a show. Like, not in these clips in the back. Like, I want Silas to really go at Johnny uh, for his alcohol abuse um in a public forum i want to hear lenny talk about it while they while they fight each other could you just imagine lenny trying to explain silas's uh alcoholism yeah i i you know feet up on the table i could i could see it Some um this is the worst of all show <laughs> you know but he's just yeah. addicted to the alcohol yeah, F.A., Foot Anonymous. Um, no, I I think this is by far the worst Evolve show um, yet. I feel like um, I say that every time, but yeah, this probably, this is it. This feels like it. Yeah, the last one was just over two hours. That made it the best one yet, actually. Um, uh, yeah, they really... Gabe pulled some tricks here. Um, he, it's two hours, 49 minutes is the, how long the file was. Yep. He goes down to eight matches on the last show and hits you with that mm, that, that tight two hour runtime, yeah. and you're like, "Oh wow, this is the new evolve, the the new yeah. uh, streamlined experience." Same amount of matches, you're like, "Okay, I can, I got a couple hours. Let's let's bang this one out." Um, three hours of your life just vanish. Man, yeah, that 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 forty five extra minutes is a killer. Um, I don't know. Especially I think spread is... across eight matches. Yeah, um, yeah. No. These and this show has nothing like to tie it into any sort of aesthetic. Like, there's. It's funny, you know. It's funny to consider. Um, I this show obviously main evented the the title of the show Evolve Six, Aries versus Taylor. Is that right? Yes. Okay. So I assumed back in this is we've discussed this. I assumed that Gabe called Evolve 3 Evolve 3 Rise or Fall because he didn't want Chuck Taylor's name on one of his shows because he isn't a big star. But here we are now, you know, um, Chuck's name, bright lights on the marquee. And I realize now that Gabe that wasn't what he was going for. He just didn't know like what he wanted his show to be. He had no sense of identity and these shows still don't. They, they I are could not tell you what evolve is. Still. No, now you consider our podcast. Okay. We don't know evolve. We went into this with almost no plan at all. I drunkenly said, Hey, let's watch evolve shows and talk about it. And you were like, okay. And you didn't know I was drunk at the time. And then you messaged me a few days later and you were like, hey, how about that? And I was like, how about what? <laughs> the plan was just to watch Evolve. We didn't know about Lenny's feet. We didn't know about season three of The Wire starring Larry Dallas as Avon Barksdale. We had no idea what this show was going to be. But in six episodes, you and I have cultivated a brand. We've amassed, amassed a, a small but loyal following. A DM group, yeah. 
Yes, and created consistently good, focused content, and on a semi-regular schedule, at least compared to what Lenny and his, or Lenny, what Gabe and his company have done. Um, and in six Evolve shows, Gabe has failed to do all of those things. Every, everything that I just said that we, me and you, two fucking dumbasses did, Gabe has failed to do every one of those things. And that's why he's not the genius. We fucking are. You and me, man. There we go. I want to end it like that, but I also want to like give you some context for Evolve 7. <laughs> no. It's also, we have, to throw to, we have to throw to the, uh, the, the song. <laughs> it's good news for Evolve 7. Oh, hell yeah. Show pacing. It's going to improve. Okay. Oh, also good news. I'm getting my vasectomy. Hell yeah. I didn't know if my I could mention it earlier. Fixed. Yeah, I just... Sorry, but back to the... <laughs> I was going to say Johnny Gargano said... can't have kids anymore, and neither can you. It was going to be a good, good joke. Hell yeah. But now... Good. I'd rather not be compared to him. Who would? You know? I'm looking at my hands, and they're covered in my own cum, and I'm thinking, this cum is sterile. Not yet. <laughs> gonna be. Um, yeah, yeah. But... You, well, here's the thing. You go at uh, six weeks, nine weeks, and 12 weeks, and you drop a sample each time. And uh, they're hoping to verify your, your sterile, you know, in each one. And uh, But the woman on the phone, the middle-aged Midwestern woman, she did say, um, all right, now before that before that six-week checkup, you need to ejaculate five to ten times, okay? That's five to ten times you need to ejaculate. And I was like, yep, sure. <laughs> no problem. Nope. Yep. Consider it done. Trying really hard to just be like, okay, sure, sure. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Sounds uh, right. Yeah. Why not? What happens yeah. in Evolve 7? Evolve 7? No match. Only one match goes over 15 minutes. Oh, yeah. All right. And it comes in See, at I, a 15 minutes and 13 seconds. This is what I need. I don't want spoilers on who's in the matches or what's going on. I just want to know how easy will it be for me to watch. And I love it. Yeah. How many matches? I think nine. Okay. So one That's more fine. match, but... Like most matches were coming in at about the ten or less. Yeah. So Okay. I like it. Good direction I'm going. Yeah. Um okay. Um with that, you can follow us at Haskins Promo on right. Twitter. At Haskins Promo. Um uh, we're gonna be tweeting a lot more from there. Um Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. because um, I got the other podcast account and I've been trying to figure out exactly like which one like certain stuff is supposed to go from. Um, but you obviously you have the login and you fucking, you have at it, man. Um, and I will, I'll join you with that. Let's post, let's get some posting. Let's we'll, we'll post. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just going to post feet picks, not even Lenny's feet. Just, just feet picks. That's uh, fine. Boots and socks. I'll and... make some made graphics throw feet picks. And then, um, yeah. these feet are the, um, the Moxie versus Homicide of feet picks. Yeah. Um, give you some context for these feet picks. Um, I like it. D's feet. Do you want to do any other plugs or? Uh, no, watch, uh, listen to, listen to wrestling is gross. If you're, if you're listening to this, you probably heard wrestling is gross already. Um, but yeah, wrestling is gross. We've got it on iTunes now. It popped up a couple days ago. They approved it. Um, me and Siobhan did our first episode last week. Um, it's not perfect. There are some technical difficulties and we did not hit our goal of 
keeping it under 90 minutes. But hey, me and you have been recording for like two and a half hours. So we're doing better than me and you did. Uh, but hey, man, we had a lot to talk about. Um, a lot of feet. Yeah, a lot of feet. Still a little time. Yeah. Um, so yeah, at DeathmatchPod. Um, check that out. And we're going to do another one next week. And keep listening to this show because this show fucking kills, man. Every time we rec- every time we're like wrapping one of these up, I'm like, man, how is this? How is this even coherent? Like it's, I mean, it's it isn't. It is, <laughs> so saying, that's, uh, you, you may allow like broad jumps right there. Um, how is this um, implies a certain level of coherence exists here? It's more coherent than like the actual Evolve shows. I think you'd be better off listening to us than watching the shows for goddamn sure. A- that's a- absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm very happy with this show. I'm glad we started doing it, even though it sucks to watch these shows. Um, if the payoff is that I can get fucking hammered and we can talk about feet, then I'll keep doing it. Um, all roads lead to Evolve 10. Um, all right. All Without right. further ado, let's toss it to the new hit single from Bucky. Um, <laughs> Lenny, I love you, but you're bringing me down. There we go. Written by James Murphy, who kind of looks like J.D. Drake. Hit it. (laughs) Lenny, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Lenny, I love you, but you're bringing me down. Like a man without age Your shoes are light beige Lenny, I love you But you're bringing me down Lenny, you're safer Please stop wasting my time Our records all show that your feet are so fine. You deleted your tweets where you showed us your feet. And you teased us once more with your coy replies. Lenny, you're perfect. Oh, please don't change a thing. Your boss, Gabe, is a genius, but you are our king. Please come on the pod. We'll treat you like a god. And we'll buy you a pair of your favorite socks. Lenny, I love you, but you're freaking me out. You replied to my posts, and I let out a shout. Footsteps in the hall, hear you through the wall. Lenny, I love you, but you're freaking me out. Lenny, I love you, but you're freaking me out.
you, but you're bringing me down. You're the foot of my heart. Jesus, how did this start? You're the one pair of feet that I'm so glad I found. And oh, don't delete your pics again, so I don't have to archive them. Yes, for me, who has to archive them? Maybe I'm wrong, maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right, maybe I'm wrong, and just maybe you're right. And oh, maybe mother told you true, and we'll always be right here for you. And you'll never be alone, maybe she's wrong, maybe I'm right, maybe she's wrong, and maybe she's wrong, maybe I'm right, and if so, here's this song. We love you.